Hey, you know, don't worry about, you know what I'm saying, what kind of drink I got going on, you know, just because it's a little... Bro, you know it's serious when he tell me, bro, don't hit the table, bro, my drink right here. No, don't... He don't want to spill none no, of that. Don't, do not hit the table. <laughs> Please do not hit the table, sir. You know, but we about to get going, man, so, uh, yeah, it's going to be a long one, so let's just get into it, man. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode, man. This is episode 44 of the Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk. Of course, I'm your man's Deja L. Hicks Jr., one of your favorite sportsologists back in the building one more time. And it's your man, Black, one of your favorite sportsologists. We back for another episode. Yes, sir. So excited. So excited, man. We got a lot to cover today, man. Full plate on the docket, man. But first, mm, 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 mm. they've been waiting I've been getting text messages. My pops mm-hmm. even hit me up like, what's up with Fred? Mm-hmm. Where he at? You know, i just been thinking, where he at? Mm-hmm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. he is here. And I ain't talking about on the boop, phone. Boop, 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 boop. You understand? My man, the 36 guy, K.A. Fan Mullen. I'm here, to Gator, I'm here to put respect on the Gator's name. You understand me? <laughs> I'm here to put respect back. I'm here to make us great again, damn it. Yes, my man. My man's is here. Y'all heard him. He is in the flesh. The one. And by God, the only. <laughs> Freddie Briggs in the building, man. Fred, Fred, it is so good to have you here, man. Yeah, I'm so Happy glad to have you back, man. Absolutely. Happy to have you back. Yeah, man. So we gonna, you know, we're gonna get started, man. So uh man, just to run through a couple things on the docket, man. Of course, we got a lot of NBA. We got the Wilder, Fury 2. We got a little bit of NFL. Uh, we got our top five. Uh, we got some uh, well, a lot of WWE. You know, we're gonna get into some conversations with the WWE today, man. So this should be a lot of fun. We're gonna cover some high school black basketball. We're gonna get into some other news, man, and we're gonna get out of here. But before we get started, man, you know, we um we have a special announcement, man. We have a special announcement uh, for those who follow the Reduced Lunch page, man. It's been a very active, uh, very, very active uh, week for the guys at RL, man. And uh, we, we came upon a major opportunity in the partnership. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so before I get going, man, you know, I just want to make sure we pay our dues, man. And, you know, has been paid for by the Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk. I'll text you while I'm doing the show. Yeah, man. Major announcement right here, man, on the sports desk. Um, Reduced lunches with NPN, man. We with NPN, man. Shout out to Al Pete, man. 
Uh, the network man is strong, man. RL is there. We're here. You know what I'm saying? The sports desk, the regular, uh, not the regular, but the RL brand. You know what I'm saying? We're there, man. So we just want to shout out Al P for the opportunity, man. Um, we're just very excited. Um, you know, the energy is different. You know, the energy is different. You can tell Fred. I uh, asked Fred about it, man. You know, if you uh, want to go listen to the RL episode, um, it's available right now, uh, by the way. So after you finish listening to this, you know, you can go ahead and go listen to the RL episode. A scathing text message uh, <laughs> is available on the NPN Network, SoundCloud, and iTunes, man. But again, you know, we want to big up our Pete, man. You know, RL coming through like the NWO, man. You know, we coming through like the NWO, man. So it's going to be a good time, man. We just want to make that announcement. And if you don't really know too much about the NPN Network, y'all can hit us up on the Instagram, on our Twitters, and you can see what we all about. So once again, shout out to Al Pete, man, for the opportunity, man. So. All right, man. Let's get right into it, man. I'm in a good mood today, man. You know, it didn't, it didn't start off too good. Yeah. I ain't gonna say it. I, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that. I didn't. I'm not gonna say it didn't start off good. It was just a tough, you know, more than I expected. You know what I'm saying? More than I expected. But we're gonna get into it. You know what? Let's just do it right now. It's just organic. That'll just roll off right now. You know, this is not our NBA coverage, but we're gonna talk, man. We're gonna let hold around a little bit. It's always too much for me to ever ignore I got a thing for them big body fences It goes my senses In love with a V-dub engine Man, I'm high off life Fucking I'm wasted Baby, Nate Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shout out to Jay, man. Black album, man. You can go and get that right now, man. On your iTunes, your titles and all that, man. So, uh, like I was saying, man, uh, today uh, we celebrated the life of uh, the, the immortal, uh, the great, the legendary Kobe Bean Bryant, uh, along with his lovely, beautiful daughter, uh, Gianna Bryant, and seven other victims uh, that was a part of that horrific, horrific tragedy. ESPN rolled out the carpet today, man, and allowed, uh, allowed all of us to see that beautiful memorial, man, that took place today um, on ESPN, man. And, and, and I'm going to go first here, Black. You know, I thought I was going to be okay. You know what I'm saying? I thought, you know, I had cried so much and been heavy hearted so much over the past two to three weeks, man, since this whole thing went down. And as soon as I seen Beyonce and she starts singing and I knew and the reason I got so emotional right away, because I love that Muse documentary from Kobe and Kobe let it be known. That's at that time was his favorite song. So for Beyonce to be singing his favorite song and they, you know, throwing the camera back off Vanessa and the emotion was there, I just broke, bro. That was breakdown number one. I probably broke down 10 times throughout this whole thing, but it was beautiful. It was well done. It was great to hear from uh, Jordan and Shaq, uh, Gina Armiama. Don Tarasi's message was very powerful. And, and of course, Vanessa Bryant, man, just getting up there showing the strength um, that she had and, 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 and dealing with everything that she's been going through, man. And I can't tell you, it just makes you appreciate everything you have a lot more, man, seeing, unfortunately, in this tragedy, man. So shout out to ESPN and shout out to Tidal. Tidal was playing it free on their app as well so everybody could see uh, the beautiful memorial, man. So, you know, Kobe will live forever, especially here on the sports desk. He'll, he'll never doubt, die. Doubt. He'll never die on the sports desk, man. So, Black, what you thought about the memorial, man? Man, it was beautiful, man. Um, I checked in late. I missed I miss Beyonce's performance mm -hmm. uh, when I called you and I heard it in your voice, man. I said, yeah, man, I need to stop what I'm doing and, and watch, watch this memorial, man. And catching it from when Vanessa went up to give her speech, man, I was just like, from as soon as she started talking and she just looking at her, all the emotions she was going through, man, it was like, Dang, like you you reliving it all over again from the time you heard, you know, Kobe 
Kobe passed away and it 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 was tough, man. It was uh it was real emotional, you could tell in the building. But uh from like D said, like from uh from Shaq, from Mike, even to Gino Oriema, you know. Mm -hmm. having those having those few people and you know, coming up and just show love. It, it's it was all about Kobe, you know, and Thanks. that's what it's about, man. To see over twenty thousand people in there, man, to show to remember Kobe Bryant and Gigi, man, it's, it was a beautiful thing to watch, man. It mm -hmm. was, uh, it the stage was perfect, man. Everything was perfect from the singers, Christina Aguilera, Beyonce, Alicia Keys, but everybody did everything perfect, and it was a beautiful thing to watch. Absolutely, yeah, Fred, man. So uh, talk to us, man. You know, me and Fred was talking a little bit before the show, but Fred, you know, mm -hmm. give us your sentiments on the uh, the memorial today, man. Um, yeah, it was beautiful, man. I was I was supposed to be on this side of town earlier. But I, I didn't know, I didn't know the uh, memorial was today, mm -hmm. and I definitely didn't know it was at when did it come on twelve? Yeah, noon. 12, at, at noon, yeah. you know what I'm no, saying? No, one o'clock. Sorry, one o'clock. One o'clock. Yeah, it yeah. came on at one, uh, which should have been off. They should put everybody on vacation. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying to catch that. But as soon as I seen the lights going out, I was like, "Oh, this thing is starting now." Yep. And immediately I just sat down. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And um, and I seen Beyonce opening. I was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna be able to." You know what I'm saying? Leave from this seat. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it was very beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Beyonce, you know, went out there and um, killed it. I loved when um, just the uh, strength from Vanessa. You know what I'm saying? And um, I think she knows because, of course, we get like, I, we respect people's privacy. You sure. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But I, Vanessa can feel that weight of like yeah. the whole... Not only is LA hurting, like the whole world is hurting. And, yes, sir. Um, and then she didn't have to, but the fact that she came out and she bodied that speech, you we know what I'm saying? Too. Right. It was it was a real kind of closing thing to it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like we weren't gonna be all right till we heard from her. I agree. We haven't heard two words from her ever. Period. <laughs> right, right. We were we just wasn't gonna feel mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Be able to get to this next step of grief without hearing from her. Right. And uh, it was beautiful, man. I, I really liked the whole thing. Absolutely, you know? man. Yes, man. So again, you know. Uh, it's been rough for everybody, you know. Just to see Mike, man, like I can't I know, get Mike. That was that was. Uh, yeah, I can't get Mike's face like out of my head because it, you know Mike's. You know Mike is a um, emotional guy. Yeah, right. very from the way he played guy. Yeah. when he went into the NFL. I mean, the Hall of Fame. Like just everything Mike had really going on. It's not the first time we see Mike show emotion. But to see him show the emotion about another person, I've never seen that. Yeah. We've I've never, never seen, seen that. Never. I've never seen him show never emotion about another person. You know what I'm saying? A, a speech from him. Like, when have you ever heard a speech, a vulnerable speech? You know what I'm saying? Anything vulnerable from Michael Jordan. Except the Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and, and yeah, it's still, that was like, that was it's still journey. about him. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, you're right. To see him break down, mm -hmm. like, yeah, I, I really... It was crazy. It was nuts. It was nuts. It was nuts, man. I just can't get Mike out my head, man. But I'm so glad that um he did it. I'm right. glad he was there. And stuff like this just adds on to Kobe's legacy because we've seen his impact today. Yeah. Like from all, all landscapes, man, we've seen his impact today, man. And it was beautiful, man. man so yeah, even to see the crowd, man, the, the crowd that formed outside of Staples, man, it was it was just beautiful to watch, man. It's, yep. it's like all the love, man. It goes to show you how big of an iconic figure Kobe Bryant was. Not just the basketball player. Not just the basketball player. You, you got the Kobe the man, Kobe the father. Yeah. Everything all balled up in one. Everybody in that building 
was full of emotion, man. It was beautiful to watch. And then you hear the Kobe chants. That just give you chills <sighs> to even hear it. You know, it's, it, it was beautiful, man. It, 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 was, it was done really well. Yeah, definitely, man. So once again, definitely, uh, shout out to ESPN for putting that on for all us to see. Great ceremony and thoughts and prayers forever with Vanessa and their beautiful daughters. And uh, like I said, rest in peace, Kobe. Mamba forever. GG forever. And um, we going to rep forever, dog. I swear to you, we going to do it, bro. All right, man. Okay, yeah, 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 go ahead. I had a question I, I wanted to ask y'all. Sure. Like, what do you, like, this whole Kobe thing, man, D was talking about it before the show. Uh-huh. And how we all could feel like something changed within, inside us when he left. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and like I said, for me, it's just been so hard because it really, it's making me understand what energy is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Love, hate, whatever. It's making me understand what a lot of energy is. Like, when, uh, when they was working on the Batman 2 with the Joker, they had no plans of him dying. Like, they, yeah. they, they, that's why they didn't kill him in the second movie. Mm-hmm. And we would have been devastated if they took Keith Ledge out in that second movie. For like, sure. what are you doing? This is 10 more movies out of this. For sure. We have to see this. Like, mm-hmm. this is the guy we love uh, to hate. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Jacoby was just that. For people who didn't like him, he was just that, man. Yep. Like, it wasn't worth watching it sometimes. Like, you don't want to see T Mac and Reggie Miller is like my one, two of my favorite players all right, the time. Right, right. I'd rather see Kobe play the Kings. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because my energy would be yeah, there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To get up for Kobe. Yeah, and, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Put yeah. it. But what it's done, it's made me real appreciative of like the people around me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And um, yeah. you know, if like, if I have any energy, love, it's a reason for that energy. And like, I just, I just, I've been telling everybody today. You know, so like I said, I even called PJ today. You know, and told him I was like, I, I see the growth. You know what I'm saying? Like, just telling people you appreciate them, and you know, because I'm, I'm not, I don't reach out to people a lot. You know, people, I, I'm, I'm, I be feeling like people are just supposed to know that I love them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But with this Kobe thing happening, like I really. You know what I'm saying? Just wanted to reach out to people, you know what I'm saying? And be just, you know, like, I, I love you, like, for real. Like, you a vital part of my life, a vital part of my journey. Mm-hmm. And uh, to see Kobe go out, like, it's just, it's, it's, it's I, I can feel it has changed me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's crazy because, like, I never rooted for this man. You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right, like, right, 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 right. never, never got the Kobe's, the yeah, jerseys, yeah, yeah. none of that, you know? Yeah, and, like, yeah, his yeah. death has just reversed all that for me. So, Definitely. you know, if you see me in a 24 jersey, said, don't, don't say nothing to you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I got something for you later far. Uh, Tyrone Copel. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. You said it pretty well, Fred. I, I really don't have nothing much to add to that. You know, it, it, it changed me forever. My wife was asking me earlier today, you know, she said, how do you feel? I told her I feel sad, you know, after watching that, just very heavy hearted. And uh, she was like, it's got to be more. Like, it's got to be more. Like, what are you feeling? I said, you know what? I'll never be the same. I'll never be the same after this. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't stress the fact of the impact that he had on my life. Like, we, me and him grew up together. That's how I view it. Yeah. Me and him grew up together. I watched everything that he did. I heard every interview, every basketball game, every championship. Like, I was with him even after he left the game of basketball and went into his second life. I was there, you know what I'm saying, with him, you know. So, I think this one is just going to stay. You know, a lot of things happen in our lives, man, where we'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember that happened like a few years later. Not this. This, this, I think this would be fresh, especially with me, forever. Right. Forever, man. So, that, you know, that just, you know, yeah. So that's how I feel about it, Fred. I, I, so, you know, we're going to jump right into the show. Of course, you know, there's no time limit on Kobe Bryant and talking about his legacy and his life, man. But, you know, we definitely want to pay our respects once again. And we'll be disrespectful if we did it. All right. But now we finna get to the shizzles. <laughs> F- 
finna get to the shizzles, man. So we're gonna get into our top five, man. Our top five is really picking up a lot of steam, man. A whole lot of steam, man. So we're gonna pay our dues and uh get going with it. Wild. My bad, black. Wild, bro. <laughs> 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 Sucker! <laughs> All right, man. So, uh, whew, last week, man, we got a lot of yes, love, did, man, with boy. this uh, with our latest top five, man. A whole lot of love. Last week, we did our favorite uh college. Uh, basketball players of all time, man, and, and just want to say thank you, like to everybody who chimed in on Twitter or via text message, you know, just to let us know, you know, who they are. And I'm gonna read a few of these. I'm not gonna be able to get to everybody because we had so so much, but please, you know, still rock with us, man. So we're gonna start with the guest, uh, not our guest, you know, our man's Freddie Bricks is in here. He shot his his top five, and he said in no particular order. He had Melo, Jay Will, Joakim Noah. Chris Webber and Larry Johnson. Those were his top five, man. Very solid five from Fred. And then we got my man Curtis Fuller uh, shooting us his. He said in no particular order, Steph Curry, Carmelo Anthony, Kevin Durant, Kimball Walker, Anthony Davis. My man Tyrone Koppel, a.k.a. Cedric Farr. He said, uh, and this was funny. I bust out laughing when I read this one. He said, number one, Jason Williams. Number two, Carmelo. Number three, Kevin Durant. Number four, Joe King Noah, Al Horford, <laughs> and oh, Corey Brewer. Oh, man. Come on, on man. Line. All right. One of the man, don't do it. Stop time. that, man. And, and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his number five was uh, Mike Beasley. You know, Mike Beasley had a good uh, freshman yeah, season. He, he was there. Yeah. He balled out for real, for real, man. So, uh, and then we got my man James Dangleman shooting us his. He showed his age a little bit on this top five. So, uh, number one had Joe Smith. Joe Smith Dang. was his number one player. Number two, Dwayne Wade. Number three, Carrie Kittles. Damn. Carrie wow. Kittles, man. Number four was JJ Reddick. And number five was Marcus Camby. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dangerman brought the flavor, yeah. man. Dangerman brought yeah. the flavor with that one, man. He kind of like went in the yeah, bag. He took for us real, way back with that one. Yeah, he went in his yeah. bag for real, for real, man. So, yeah, that, that, that was our top five um, from last week. And again, man, we just really thank everybody for just participating man and 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 and, and um just rocking with us on that I, I can't believe it's you know picked up steam like it has man but we thank y'all so okay we're gonna get into this week's top five my man black came came through again he said hey d bruh we need to do these movies bruh we need to do these sports movies man what's your top sports movies of all time so black let's rock with it baby what are your top five sports movies of all time sir yeah, man, we're going to get right into this thing, man. At number five, I got Above the Rim. Okay. The Tupac, uh, the, the Street Hoop movie, you mm -hmm. know, that that was a big movie for me. Uh, mm -hmm. At number four, I got Any Given Sunday with Jamie Foxx, mm -hmm. Lawrence Taylor, and those guys. You know, it's a good one. At number five, I got the Rocky movies, all of them. Uh -huh. at, number, at number three, uh, just just Rocky itself. Everybody seen Rocky. Whoever, his, who hasn't seen Rocky, if you don't get the feeling I get, I get. When you watch Rocky, I don't know what's wrong with y'all. That's uh -huh. a classic sports movie. Uh -huh. And then at number two, oh, at number two, I got uh, Friday Night Lights, the no, the uh, high school Texas football uh, scene. You know, it's nah, taking through the bruh. ups and downs of Texas football. 
At number one, nah, I got Blue Chips. Bruh. At number one, my favorite movie of all time, sports movie, is Blue Chips with Shaquille O'Neal with Penny Hardaway. You know, going through the going through the ordeal with uh, pay, pay for play. You know who does yep, this? You yep. know, coaches being great fired, movie. getting caught. You know, what, my favorite movie of all time. That's a great movie. Okay, that's what's up, Black. That, that, that's a good list. That Friday Night Lights, man. We might have to talk about that off here, bro. No, man. We might have to talk about that off here, That's a man. good one, man. Okay, cool. All right, man. I'm going to jump right in, man. Number five was Space Jam. Space Jam for me, man. Like, Space Jam brought so much life, you know what I'm saying, to see Mike on the big screen, Bugs Bunny, of course, the iconic Space Jam shoes. That was a huge deal for an athlete to have a movie at that time, and it was very successful, man. Number four was D2, The Mighty Ducks, man. That's a good one. Emilio Estevez, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Emilio, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really love that movie. It was very fun, very energetic movie, man. And I remember my mom bought it for us when we were shorties, man, on a cassette. You know what I'm saying? And me and my brother just played it, played it, played it, played it, man. So that was number uh, four. Number three, The Sandlot. All right? Oh, the Sandlot, okay. man. Oh, yeah. That's a, a good classic, one. man. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Could be, it could be number one as far as, like, cultural impact, like, especially on me, my cousins, my brother, you know, my friends when we was coming up. The Sandlot. I can say watch it to this day, beginning to end, yeah. no problem. Number two. Remember the Titans, all right? Remember the Titans with Denzel Washington, man. That was such a great film because it took us into, it took us inside, you know, the diversity, man, with cultures, man. You know, the blacks and the whites and the small town, how they had to come together, man, for one common goal, man, and they built a brotherhood off that. So I really remember that movie and love it a lot. And number one, Jesus Shuttlesworth, okay? <laughs> he Got Game, man. He Got Game was the first film to really keep it real in sports. Yeah. It was the first film that really showed you how recruiting go, how that college life go, how any city kid from the hood come, you know, out of there to be a big-time college star and having, you know, problems with his pops and his pops trying to get back in. Like, that movie covered a lot, man. So, my number one, He Got game all right well that's a dope list you got there appreciate bro. that bro that's appreciate that fred all right man let so us know something no, bro no particular order mm-hmm. but uh we're gonna do friday night lights friday night lights is up on that list though like it's maybe number one you <laughs> it might be number one yeah. man. You, <laughs> you know what i'm saying uh any is given you sunday have? you know what i'm saying yeah. i love any given you sunday <laughs> uh white men can't jump you know what I'm saying? Just okay. like culturally, like they all, it's like every year somebody can bring that theme back. White man can't jump. Uh, Moneyball. You know yeah, what I'm saying? One that almost recent, made my list. Yeah, yeah. One of the more recent ones, but yeah. yeah. That almost yeah. made my list. It show you how analytics, you know, kind of yeah, changing the yeah. game. Yeah. And our last but not least, the big green. Okay. You know <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that's that throwback. That's that's dope, man. That's a great list. (laughs) That's a great list, Fred. The big green. I hadn't even heard that name in God knows when. God knows when. So that's definitely a a good one. All right, man. So again, uh, y'all participate in our top five. Y'all know what to do. Hit us up on Twitter, text us, hit us up on Instagram. Let us know your five favorite sports movies of all time and of course on the next episode we will read off um uh everything that you guys have to say regarding those movies all right man so we're gonna go right into the sound of the week man and you know we've been nwo feeling all week long man so we're gonna keep the things man so this one is based on the arrival on the arrival of the new world order before we even saw anything black and white 
You people. What's with him? You know who I am. But you don't know why I'm here. You've been sitting out here for six months running your mouth. This is where the big boys play, huh? Look at the adjective. Play. We ain't here to play. Now, he said last week that he was going to bring somebody out here. I'm here. You still don't have your three people. And you know why? Because nobody wants to face us. <laughs> this show's about as interesting as Marge Schott reading excerpts from Mein Kampf. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no trouble, because you know I'll kick your teeth down your throat. Chill, <laughs> Bishop. Where's your three guys? You what, you couldn't get a paleontologist to get a couple of these fossils cleared? You ain't got enough guys off a dialysis machine to get a team? <laughs> Man, it's boring, though. Where's Hogan? Out doing another episode of Blunder in Paradise? Where's the macho man, huh? Doing some Slim Jim commercial? Hey, we're here. You want to say? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, that was the introduction, all right, of Scott Hall and Kevin Nash coming to WCW, man. And one day... We're going to have a very in-depth talk of the entire run of the NWO. And I think it's going to be soon because, you know, we get we, we, we get a lot of um, we get a lot of dead time. You know what I'm saying? You know, with the NFL being out, but we're going to have an in-depth conversation. So I'm going to once again attempt to post this clip on the sports desk. Apparently, Instagram is just waving uh, uh videos left and right left and right dog and they just ticking me off so we're not able to post them like we want because of course you know uh, i guess it's a uh, copyright uh issues but anyway man so yeah so that's scott hall kevin nash coming making their debut wcw all right man so let's get with it man we're gonna get into our tweets of the week man and black black <laughs> it went down <laughs> Yeah, I need to get me some water went, for this. It went down. This is going to get real here. It went down, Black. Black, I said it went down. Oh, it went down. So let's get into these tweets, man, because you know what? The entire world, man, the entire world was just beside themselves after Wilder Fury 2. We're going to get in a couple of these tweets, man. So let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's go. All right. So we got Freddie Bricks, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> First Cam Newton lost the Super Bowl while Future and Jeezy was on the sideline. Then the blackest city in the world, Atlanta, lost to the MAGA Patriots. Now Wilder getting beat like Apollo Creed. Jesus, February is trash. From, from the great Skip Bayless. Fury looks so dominant tonight. Uh, that, that it will be harder to sell a trilogy. Hmm. He provides to be much more superior boxer. 
finally even daring Wilder to throw awkward haymakers so he could duck them and follow them with flurries. Not sure Wilder has a counter. And last but not least from Bleacher Report, they just broke this news not too long ago. Deontay Wilder has spoken and says he is exercising his rematch clause for a trilogy fight with Tyson Fury. Now check this out. Wilder also said that his legs was, were weakened significantly due to the fact that he was wearing a 45-pound costume walking to the ring. That's right. Wilder says the costume cost him the fight. Oh, hey, shout out to Big. Shout out to May. Shout out to both, man. man. More money, more problems, man. Y'all can get that, you know, everywhere you stream. All right. <laughs> All right, black man. So black, black. I know you ready to dive in, man. I know you ready, bro. And and, and and you've been itching, been itching to get into it, man. But I want to play this small little clip of what, hmm, of what victory sounds like, black. Let's play it. I know you've been itching, man. Black, talk to me, man. What would you think about the fight? I want to hear your emotional outburst of the performance by both men. All right? So, matter of fact, let's start off with Tyson Fury because I know you're going to dig in deeper when we get to Mr. Deontay Wilder Jr. Uh, I got to bite my words, man, when it comes to Tyson Fury. Mm. Uh, I thought Tyson Fury would have got knocked out. Mm-hmm. I looked at the weigh-ins. We both looked at the weigh-ins. We did. <laughs> and when I seen 274 mm -hmm. at weigh-ins, solid. Mm -hmm. Didn't even take his shirt off. I said, oh, he out of shape. He Boy, out of shape. What? He ain't got this thing together. Boy, what? This might be an early night. <laughs> but it wasn't. It was not an early night. Shout out to Tyson Fury, man, on a dominant performance against Deontay Wilder. Mm-hmm. I can sit here and say that I was having nerve all day leading up to this fight. I yep. even text my man across from me and said, D, I'm a little <laughs> nervous for Wilder. You, you want to tell him what you text me back and said? I said, excuse me, I said, I don't know why. And I didn't even respond because I didn't want to get into it. Uh huh. But that was the reason why I was nervous because Tyson Fury is such a skilled boxer. If you fighting somebody a second time, 
who who then took you to the graveyard and you came back. Mm-hmm. Like it can't get no worse than that. And mm-hmm. he was beating this man for ten rounds before he got knocked down in the eleventh and twelfth round. Mm-hmm. Tyson Fury said it all leading up to the promotion and everything of this fight. Tyson Fury said, "If I lose to this bum, if I lose to this bum, this non-skilled, non-skillful boxer and Deontay Wilder." Y'all can call me trash for the rest of y'all life. Mm-hmm. And he said that I will dominate. <clears throat> I will dominate Deontay Wilder. Every word he spoke, mm-hmm. he biked it up in this fight. Mm-hmm. So I want to tip my hat to Tyson Fury on a great match. Yeah. Hey, I'm, hey I love what you're doing. Everything you did, you proved me wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you proved a lot of people wrong. Yeah, facts. So, shout out to him, man, on becoming the WBC champ, leaning your champ. Mm-hmm. Wish him all the best moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I got a live sound uh, from the very first words uh, from Deontay Wilder, man, when he got back to the dressing room with his confidants, man. Oh, hold on, tripping, man. This mute button be killing me, though. Call me slipping once, okay, so what? Yeah, so. Uh, Niggas caught me slipping once, okay, so what? Yeah, one more time. Niggas caught me slipping once, okay, so what? Yeah, so that's what apparently Deontay Wilder told his cornermen uh, when they got back to the back. But let's just dive into it. I'm going to throw some numbers here, man. This fight ended in the seventh Ended in the seventh round, all right? TKO, throwing in the towel, whatever you want to call it. It was over in the seventh. Tyson Fury threw 160 punches. He landed uh, 58 of them, uh, 36%. Uh, 13 to the body, man. Uh, <laughs> 13 to the body, another 26 to the head. Uh, excuse me, another 46 to the head. Uh, Deontay Wilder Jr. threw only 55 punches, landed 18, 33%, uh, 10 to the body, and he connected four times to the head on uh, Tyson Fury. So I was talking to my man Bascott today. Shout out Bascott, man. And uh, he's a big fight fan. And uh, he wanted to call, and, he, and, and, and I love our relationship because he'll call and we just break down fights. And this is what I told him. I said, coming in, we knew who the better boxer was, right? That wasn't no conversation. We knew who the better boxer was. It was Tyson Fury, landslide. Even in the last fight, Deontay Wilder had to knock down Tyson Fury those two times, almost kill him in the 11th round, almost kill him for him to get to a draw. That wasn't even enough to get him a win. That got him to a draw. So coming in, I just felt that Deontay would not play with Wilder. But once again, when you get to the brain, when you game plan, when you scheme, that the cornermen and everybody around Tyson Fury versus what Deontay Wilder has is superior. You want to know why? Because of the game plan. Tyson Fury came in and said he likes to charge. He likes to rush. So we're going to keep him on his back leg. We're going to push, pu- push the pace. We're going to pressure him. We're not going to allow him to push forward. And that's exactly what happened. When that bear run for the first round, what did Tyson Fury do? He ran to the middle of the ring and controlled the pace immediately. He did not allow Deontay Wilder to do his normal setup. He didn't allow it. And then then what happened? Big bomb after big bomb. Combo. Head fade. Feet, feet, feet. Just. That's all you heard. That's all. That's all you heard, dog. And Deontay Wilder, and I saw it in the first round. When he had him up against that corner, and Fury was half faking and throwing combos and hitting him, yeah. that boy was looking like, oh. I, th- I thought he was just, you're right, because when I seen that, I thought he was just like letting Fury kind of get, you no, know, no. get some energy out. But no. yeah, he never recovered. No. Yeah. He never recovered, bro. So 
at the end of the, and I was about to hit black at the end of the first one, but I said, no, nah, I'm a chill. Cause I about to say, oh dog, I was about to say, dog, it's over. I swear to God, dog, I had the text already typed out. I about to hit black, black dog, this is over, bro. And then we got to the second round with that massive shot to the ear, whether he bust his drum or whatever. He didn't one, bust it. But he once, didn't bust but it. once it was that, just a cut. but once that equilibrium get disconnected, which happened to him, I don't care how big you are, I don't care how strong you are, you're done. Yeah. You're done, and that's Deontay Wilder couldn't get his feet back up under him yeah. for the next five rounds. Yeah. And Fury just had his way. He took his will. He beat him up. He embarrassed him. Yeah. It was clean. Yeah. A masterful performance by Tyson yeah. Fury, bro. Yeah. Like in, in my time and watching heavyweight boxing, I've never seen a performance like that from a heavyweight against another heavyweight who's considered the best. Right. Mm -hmm. right. I've never, I wanted to lie for Ali. I didn't see, right. I didn't see, I just see the videos and the highlights. Right. But I'm watching this live, bro. Y'all telling me Deontay Wilde is one of the best ever? Yeah. And Tyson Fury said, boy, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's what he told him, bro. So yeah. uh, a flawless performance. He deserved it. Um, we're going to talk about what's next, but just going to stay here with the fight. But there's no reason why uh, Tyson Fury will not be the only face and the only name with heavyweight championship belts around his waist. Because if he fight like that, if mm. he stay like that, mm. he's unbeatable, dog, at that division. So, Fred, man, what did you, what was your takes from the fight, man? I have takes, I have opinions, I have thoughts, okay. which I may get to. Okay. But I came here to hear blacks. <laughs> spill on Deontay Wilder. Like, I'm forfeiting my okay. stage, whatever. Okay. And I'm ready to get to I've been waiting. Let's I got the wilder. my phone ready. Right, right. Let's get the I, wilder. This is why I came. Yeah, let's get the wilder. Black, what's up? So let me set you up, Black. Yeah, no, you go ahead. Let bro. me set you up. You do your thing. First, let, me, no, let me set you up. Set Yo, you want me to go ahead and go? Yeah, go ahead. Go, oh, man. man. So you know what that means? Yeah. Black want me to go first. Yeah, so I'm going to make this quick. All right, Wilder just didn't come prepared. His team didn't come prepared. They didn't strategize. The mental aspect of the game was lost. Like, Fury's, when he switched camps, and I said this, why is Fury switching camps? Why is he undefeated? Like, why, why, why is he switching camps? And that's why. Because he knew the first time he fought Wilder, he could have did that to him the first time. He could have. He could have did that to Wilder the first time. So when he switched camps and these new people who that, new, new people that he is around, they implemented that game plan perfectly, bro. And it was flawless, man. But Deontay Wilder, you can't box. Okay, 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 okay. Let me say it one more time. Deontay Wilder, you, sir, if you just so happen to hear this, I'm a big fan and I support you, bro. But you cannot box. Were you through that? <laughs> were you through that jab in the third round and didn't know what to do with it? And you didn't throw no combos. You didn't go to the body. You didn't do anything like a boxer is trained to do. When you in Alabama, dog, who's training you, bro? Yeah. Like, what are the training sessions like? Is it just right hand, right hand, right hand? Because that's all we see. Yeah. And when you got in there versus a skilled technician who can box, Tyson Fury is 6'9", 276 pounds. <laughs> and he was in there looking like Floyd Mayweather, bro. He was there looking like Canelo Saul. That's who he was looking like out there. So Wilder, dog, I get it. You're still a great fighter, great champion. But <laughs> if you want to be the best, my guy, you need to learn how to box. And I'm good. Black. Let's get into this shit, man. Let's Black. get into this shit, man. Hey, man. Um, mm. First of 
first and foremost, I want to mm. say this. Hey, this reduced lunch sports, man. Come when on, you're man. boxing and a fight is announced, you get what? Maybe, maybe three, four months, D, leading yeah. up to a fight? Yeah. So that means you went camp heavy, right? Should you be. went camp heavy, getting things right. Should be. Especially with a rematch, right? You should be. So when you're rematching, that means I know I got shit I got to fix, right? Mm. So you're telling me, Deontay Wilder, Jesus. for three months, <laughs> three months, Sheesh. you was in camp pussyfooting. Boy, what? What did you do in camp? Boy, Boy what? what? What what training did you get in camp? You came out here selling these wolf tickets, bro. I know you're trying to sell a fight. I'm going to knock him out. I'm taking him back to the grave. He won't get up this time. Yeah. I've been working on my... I've been working. We changed a few things around. What did you change? <laughs> what did you change, Deontay Wild? I'm talking to you. I hope you hear this. <laughs> hey, if you just so happen to hear this. <laughs> if you just so happen. You put on a god-awful performance in this mm. fight. And then, to take it a little further, mm -hmm. you want to tell people that it was your costume that cost you this fight? That's that, basically what you're selling me. Yeah. That, that's wild. That's wild. <laughs> this nigga about to blow the whole fuse box. <laughs> D, uh -huh. you just sat here and said, Wilder's legs was gone. In in the in the what the first and second round? What did you say his legs? Yeah, after gone? that, your second round after that, your shot. Yeah. After, well, obviously it was gone before that. That's when he, he came to the hey, ring, correct? Hey, hey, that's what he said, bro. He said the costume did it, black. I don't know, bro. Deontay Wilder, you one of my favorite fighters, so that's why I gotta go in on you, bro. Mm. I need you to replace some bum ass people in your camp, bro. Ooh. I understand Bruh. you've been riding with them, bro. They, they, they found you and they seen a heavy-handed guy who can just knock out anybody at any time. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. yeah. But, bro, we are not dealing with bombs anymore. You're dealing with the best. Yo. You need to work on your craft. Get somebody in that camp and then that cat that threw the tower, get his ass up out of here, Ooh, man. I'm telling you, boy. Yeah, talk about it, Black Priest Preacher. Come on, Aaron. Find you someone, and I'm finna go back to one of my old comments. Find you a a white man who knows boxing. Go find you somebody that can develop your craft. Yo, go yeah. get a Freddie Roach. Go get one of those type of guys yep. who can help you. Because okay. obviously the brother and the other Caucasian guy you have in your corner, he they just sitting around hoping that you a land a punch and that can be it. Mm -hmm. yeah. I wish I wish I wouldn't have saw the uh the press conference after the fight. This guy actually said in his press conference. We we was just going through. We we had Deontay. We just keep telling him to keep pushing the pace, mm -hmm. and he'll land something. He'll land something. Mm -hmm. Y'all waiting for one punch to get landed to yeah. to hit Fury, and you want to know something? He actually did hit Fury. He did, but Fury did not allow him to come forth with all his power because he was on his he was on his back feet the whole fight. He was on his back foot the whole time. Yep. Deontay Wilder, mm. please, man, more please. information, please. See, I'm against and. And and my boy right here told me on Twitter that I was tripping. Mm -hmm. I'm actually not because if you fight this man again, it's gonna be the same resort again. Mm -hmm. If you had them same two bums that you have in your corner right now, mm -hmm. 
I don't want to see a rematch. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see it. I seen everything I need to see in the first two fights. Mm, Jesus. And like D just said, if Tyson Fury had these guys that he had, mm-hmm. shout out to the guys from Crunch, Crunch Gym or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Shout out to those guys mm-hmm. for te- for training Tyson Fury in a in a month. Mm-hmm. He picked. He hired these guys in a month before the fight. Mm-hmm. A month mm-hmm. to get ready for this, mm-hmm. and he came out here and destroyed. You, you got destroyed. Mm-hmm. The fight should have. I feel like the shot, The fight should have been over before the seventh round. Mm-hmm. It was. He was like. He was done. I'm sitting there laying on my couch looking at this man. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, no. What has he done? Not kidding you, sir. He's done nothing to work on his craft. I understand you one of the best, yes. But you, ha- if you want to be a boxer, when you're going up against Tyson Fury's, uh, Anthony Joshua, mm-hmm. uh, whoever it may be, bro, mm-hmm. you gonna need some skills. You're not going to beat none of those guys if you don't have any skills. Cause you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna press you. Keep that jab in your face. And land something, and you're going to be in the same shoes you was in on Saturday night. Mm. Boy, preaching, boy. Work on your craft, bro. I'm highly disappointed. I don't want to see a rematch. I'd rather get Fury versus Anthony Joshua for the whole Marbles. Like I said on Twitter, Jesus. one champ, one face. Let's get it done. I don't want a rematch, bro. I don't want to see that again. Now, if you come out and say you're replacing some trainers, then I might... Tip my head in to see. Okay, let's see what's going on. This boy is explosive. You need to get it together, bro. Because that one punch knockout shit, it ain't happening with a Tyson Fury, bro. It's not happening. Okay, cool. All right. New sports. Go ahead, friend. <laughs> well, my, my, I give an overall view. You know what I'm saying? Because you guys definitely know more about boxing. Just the, the physical part. Just the, like the... Um, you know the integral parts of boxing. Me, I'm just an observer. So all you boxing and fighting heads out there listening, you know what I'm saying? I'm coming to this as I'm just observing. Now, one of my favorite fighters of all time is Anderson Silva. And I watched this man match after match intimidate people. And I always knew, I was like, nobody just comes at him. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it's fear because I when he kicked old buddy in the head the one time he came, I, I don't know what it is, but they do not come at Anderson Silva. And the one time when Chael Sonnen did it, it's like he broke the code. And yeah, whatever he, he had in that yeah. training camp, they broke the code of like, we yeah. going at this guy. If he yeah. knock you out, he's just going to knock you the fuck out. Yeah. But we going at this guy full steam ahead. Yeah. So I'm looking at Tyson Fury and I'm looking at this match and at the first match, Tyson Fury, he he was there, but you know he was celebrating. And he was, they was putting on the show, and this time that that man was serious. He wasn't playing. playing the radio with you this guy, playing, bro. When they said this man was two hundred seventy pounds, I mean, you know Tyson kind of sly. He was sloppy in the last. He looked match. All right. man. That boy have, I mean, solid. That boy was you know right. what I'm saying? Two seventy, solid in there, moving like Floyd Mayweather, yeah. and I think. Wilder knew he had a problem on his hands from tip-off when he came directly at him. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it didn't stop coming, just coming and coming and coming. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Pause, but but, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, you know what I'm saying? Just came at him. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what I kind of seen. And for Wilder, yeah, man, train up. You know what I'm saying? Get your shit back together. <laughs> The only positive I will take from them throwing the because I definitely didn't want the tile thing either. You know what I'm saying? But if they do want a rematch, I think they was looking at the optics of this man laying on the ground, passed out, bloody. Then it's like, okay, let's just throw in the towel, and at least we got an excuse. We got something that we could say. Yeah, I got you. He, he ain't put him on the flow. It, it, he just wasn't prepared this time. You know what I'm saying? If a rematch. Yeah. But I agree with Black. Like, I'd rather see Joshua 
and um, Fury for the whole thing, and maybe hey, you give a match to. Wilder to win out of that, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, you know, yeah, for me, I, you know, as far as what's talking about what's next, like, I, I think, I think immediately we need to get Joshua and Fury. I think that needs to happen like immediately. I don't think a trilogy right away, and it sounds like Deontay Wilder has the clause in his contract. Like, if, they, if, if it's in his contract, you can't, you can't, you, you yeah, can't do it's, nothing it's, about it's it. Happen. So, it's, it's gonna, gonna happen. happen. So, we're not gonna get the Joshua fight I'm next, not bro. That bullshit. Uh, we're not getting the next, but like for me, just some some takeaways before we get off this this subject. Like Deontay Wilder is a freakish athlete. Like he is a, he is an athletic specimen. Do I think if he gets around a different corner and some different people, could he fix his game? Yes, he's one of the best boxers, heavyweight boxers of all time. We're not talking about a bum here. So I'm not going to trash Wilder. He was. The thing he been doing has been working for what forty something fights. Yeah, yeah. it's been working. He's not that everybody. Period. There's only one person who has the antidote to beat him, and it's Tyson Fury. Anthony Joshua ain't gonna do that. If you Joshua and Waterfall, if, yes, I do know because I, I saw him fight Luis Ortiz, and I seen him. I do know that I saw him fight Ruiz, and Ruiz beat the hell out yeah. of him. Okay. I do know that. All if right. you got belief in Anthony and Black, Black, you cap because you ain't got you ain't got no belief in Joshua like that to be like Fury, bro. So don't even do that, bro. Don't even do that, bro. Anthony Joshua ain't Tyson Fury, bro. He ain't Tyson Fury is probably the best heavyweight all time outside of Muhammad Ali. Skill wise, he's probably the best ever. So if I do, I believe in Deontay Wilder that he can get around some different folks because that's what it's gonna take. If he stay with the same guys, no haps. But if he get around a different group of guys, I think he can correct the mistakes. I think he can because you see the athleticism, you see the freakish ability that he has, bro. That like that, you can't teach that. He has it. He just made his match. He made his match. He did. So like all heavyweight fighters, they lose. Ali, Tyson. Holyfield, they Foreman, do. they all, Frazier, they all lose. So all you bums out there who are trying to destroy <laughs> Deontay Wilder's career off of this one loss, go name me another heavyweight outside of Tyson Fury. Outside of Tyson Fury, who's considered a goal or a legend who doesn't have an L, an embarrassing L. Go pull up YouTube clips of Muhammad <laughs> Ali getting his brains beat in. Mike Tyson getting his brains beat in. In. Joe Frazier getting his brains beat in. Pull up the clips. Pull them up. So I'm done. So we'll see what happens. I'm not going to piss on Deontay Wilder. I'm, I'm disappointed. No, I know. Wait, I'm wait, wait. Let me get on. Let me finish up. Let me finish up. I'm not. I'm not the one. I'm not the one. I'm going to wait and I'm going to see. But I am disappointed. Very disappointed. I am disappointed. I will say that because I thought. We will see something a little bit more classic. Well, I take that back. We did see something classic. We seen somebody get just ran out of there. So, so that's about that's all I got on uh, Wild of Fury too. Black, you got something to finish off because you like you still boiling a little bit. Look, man, I I'm one of the biggest Deontay Wilder uh, fans there is. Sure. Since since I've been following him when he came in boxing, mm-hmm. and I always said there's one thing going to hold him back is his skills. That's what I'm pissed about. Mm-hmm. I'm pissed about this god awful performance, and I hate. 
I'm just a guy. I just hate excuses, bro. Just yeah, just that was whack. Just that get was whack. on. Just if you gonna say something, bro, just yeah. say you got your ass whooped. Bro. I lost. Just say I lost. Just take that. Take your L, bro. It happens to everybody. Take a L, yeah, bro. That's cool. Just take it, but don't put it on no costume and just mad. Don't do that to me, bro. Hey, I hope the costume. Don't do that to me. I hope the costume. Please don't. I hope the costume. Like he just said, bro. It's not real. Get you some people in that corner that can help you and take you to the next level. We right. know you got the goods. You're talented. You're an athlete. We know you got the knockout power. Yeah, take, get somebody who can take you to the next level. Facts. Not these bums from Alabama that need to go sit down who is trash, bruh. Mm-hmm. You need to go get you some help, bruh, so you can get past the Tyson Fury because we want you to be the face of the heavyweight division. We do. Facts. I do. Facts. Personally, I wanted you to be the face of one champ. I didn't want it to be Fury because he's not American. Mm-hmm. He's from over the pond. I don't want to see him be the face. No, mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. I wanted you to be the guy. So, yeah. you took your L, bruh. Go work on some things, bruh. Yeah. If I was you, I would take your time on this rematch. I know you got a 30 days to announce this, but you need to find something that could work against a Tyson Fury, or we're going to have a same result like we did Saturday night. And mm-hmm. I don't want to see that. Right. So, man, yeah. shout out to, just shout out to both of those guys, man, for, yeah. for setting a new rate record, uh, 16.91 million. Uh, sold tickets, sold and mm-hmm. uh, views. They set the new record for most uh for a heavyweight fight. Mm-hmm. So shout out to those guys, man, for selling that fight, and shout out to Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury, man, on becoming the WBC champ again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great night, great night in boxing, man. I think the sport needed it, even though a lot of people didn't get the outcome they wanted, man. But great, great fight. All right, man. So we're gonna pick up the pace here a little bit, man. We got a lot to cover in the National Basketball Association. man so hey man this is this is it's almost my favorite time of the year man well first of all let's go back to black black yard right? i mean that yeah, was cool, hot man that I'm was cool. hot okay i'm, I'm cool man i'm good, cool man. everything cool we good yeah we good man Whew. that boy get high don't know all right man so let's get into the nba man wow 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 a lot a lot to talk about <laughs> but let's kind of go back to last weekend we had the all-star game last weekend we didn't get a chance to talk about it because we were recording while the game was happening, but I want to go back and talk about the format, and I want to go back and talk about the game. So, Black, what was your take real quick? What was your take on the game? What was your take on the format? And, and do you think there's something the NBA should keep up uh, moving forward? Man, they got to, man. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, the, I'm, I love the format, man. Uh, I think this is one, this, no, scratch that. This is the best All-Star game that I've seen since I've been watching All-Star games. Yeah, man. This great. is the best, man. To see these guys out here, man, competing like this is a playoff game. Mm, I got they was competing like this was a playoff game out there, bro. Like, mm-hmm. they challenging calls and everything in an all-star game. This is how much this meant to these guys. Mm-hmm. Man, it was beautiful to watch. Like, the intensity was through the roof. Mm-hmm. Like, the crowd was involved. Everybody was out their seats. It was a beautiful thing to watch. Shout out to Kawhi, man, on, on becoming the MVP of, uh, you know, the first one to win the Kobe MVP trophy. Yeah. Kobe Bryant MVP trophy. So, mm-hmm. shout out to him, man. But... 
I was excited. They need to keep. They need to keep this in play. They don't need to change it. I love it, man. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I had a great time watching uh, this game, man. I think the energy, and I think it was, of course, I think I think emotions was just a little bit higher than normal. Of course, everything to do with Kobe. Um, and these players, they want to put on the show, man. They did exactly that. I mean, you got Kyle Lowry out here taking charges from LeBron James running 75 <laughs> miles per hour down the floor. Referees calling other charges, and they calling fouls. And I love the head-up matchup with, Gian- with Giannis and uh, LeBron in the block. Uh, Bron in the, in the paint, and he tried to hit a fadeaway, and Giannis block it. Giannis come back down, put Bron in the block. Bron swat it, and then push Giannis out of bounds and go back up the floor. I was like, yes, sir. Like, I'm locked in, bro. Like, this was amazing to see. Like, and the energy, man, that they were giving to these kids for the charities, man. If they win that quarter, you get a hundred grand. You get a hundred grand, and it was so set up, so dope. In the second and the third quarter, there was ties, so they had to hold the money over. So it was three hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars to give to the winning team um, at the end, and 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 the intensity was wild, man. Like everybody was on their feet. This format is excellent. Shout out to Adam Silver. The best commissioner in sports. Like, he is elevating this game. The game is progressive. Like, you can tell there's open minds in these meetings, man. And Chris Paul shot this idea to Adam Silver. Chris Paul did. And Adam Silver's like, you know what? That's a great idea, Chris. Let's use it. Like, that's amazing. It's got to feel good to be in the NBA, to be a player in the NBA, to know that you're in the league where your voice can be heard, where your ideas can be taken seriously, man. I just want to tip my hat off to Adam Silver and Kawhi Leonard as well for winning the first ever Kobe Bryant All-Star Game MVP, man. What a special moment. We know him and Kobe had a great relationship. They were very close, man. And just shout out to Kawhi. But I loved it. It was great, man. Fred, what's your take, man, uh, on the All-Star, man? Well, I I challenged uh, Black when he said that was the best one because I was watching... I just been like watching like Kobe old games and stuff like that. And I was watching the All-Star game with Michael Jordan's last All-Star game. Yeah. And boy was they that went at it. it. That, they that went at was it. they went at it. It was a it was a shift. Like it, it even like changed my opinion a little bit on Michael, cause like dog, that nigga was hooping. Like yeah, 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 yeah. could you I guess like I don't know why niggas think the Wizards Michael Jordan was trash. He was but if not. If you put him like on one, he, he was, was on the Wizards. Yeah. Like, if you, you put him on one of them teams yeah. that was running for the championship, they would have won it. Yeah, like yeah, he yeah, was, yeah. he was hooping. Yeah. People forget he was a, a minority owner too. Yeah. And, and he was a technician <laughs> on the floor. But to see Kobe wasn't seeing none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I loved it. Like, Kobe took away that, like, because you remember, Joy hit the last shot. Yep. And then Kobe ran right and down back, there yep. to the fadeaway and got five yep. and hit the free throws. Yep. Yep. And they took it to two overtimes, yep. and Kobe them ended up yep. winning the game. Out. Yep. And I just see that smirk on his face after that. Yeah. And it's like, dog, it great, bro. Nuts. Yeah. yeah, it was great. What a moment. But, but you're right. Like, this is definitely, this, this latest one is definitely in contention, like, for, you know, especially currently. Like, yeah. that's, what, that's what it looked like when. Think about how easy it is for these. Everybody in the NBA can shoot. That's what niggas don't know. Like Shaq could shoot three threes and be wide open. These are ballers. They practice this stuff every day. But you see how it looked when a nigga put clamps on niggas. These are pros and nobody pros. could score. No one could score. You know, Giannis was like, like niggas no LeBron. We, no. You know, we could James Hart was locked. <laughs> bro. Oh, Giannis was that's locked That's why we need that one-on-one bro. tournament, bro. Yeah, that'd like, be dope. And it got to be like some real stakes or some real money on it to make niggas be like, all right, I'm, I'm trying to go and win this I'm shit. In. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I know that's something. I know that's something Kobe would have did 
Easy. Time after time, just Easy. to show niggas yeah. like, I'm better than you, nigga. Especially yeah, I'm the best, right? Yeah. You know, so but it was great. It was yeah, great. It was great. It was great, man. All Star Weekend was a great weekend, man, and that game was epic. And I just hope that the energy stays the same. All right, so let's get into it, man. <laughs> For, always here at the sports desk. We talk about the Lakers first before we talk about anything else. We don't talk about nobody else. So LeBron James. Le- LeBron James. Yeah. Tell them tell them who we're talking about, LeBron Kyrie. LeBron James. Le- LeBron James. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shout out Kyrie, man. So hey, let's get into it, man. I want to start. Sunday. I want to talk about yesterday first before we talk about all the buyouts, before we talk about everything that's happening in the league. I want to talk about 330, ABC, Lakers, and Celtics yesterday. Absolutely, because I'm ramped up. Yeah, yeah, I know you're I need to talk to a couple folks. So, Black, talk to me about yesterday's game, man. What you see, man? Hey, hey, man, I'm excited, man. I've been excited since uh, Friday. What? No, Friday night. That's when we played after All-Star, Thursday night. We play Friday. Yeah, we play Friday, we play Friday, night, Friday. right? Yeah, that was our first game. So I've been excited since back. Friday because mm-hmm. uh, I've been seeing beautiful play. I've been seeing beautiful play, man. And then yesterday, man, Ooh. what makes me even more happy that we took out a top team from the East. Finally. <laughs> Finally. This is what I've been wanting. <laughs> the Lakers to play against a team from another conference that was a top tier team. And Boston is one of those teams. For sure. Man, the, it felt like a playoff game yesterday, man. Like I'm, I'm in, I'm in the house. I'm hyped, man. I scared my sons. They were like, "Daddy, you scared me." <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all into it, man. I'm all into it, man. To see, to see this back and forth, and shout out to Tatum, man. This kid wow, is yeah, a yeah, star yeah, yeah. in the making. Yeah, facts. Man, the, <laughs> he looked, he looked like. Kobe out there to me. He did yesterday. On, on yesterday. He, did. he was moving like Kobe. He, he was shooting like Kobe. He did. Like he did. I seen it. Like a, you could tell he had it on his mind. Like I finna go out here and Facts. show them. You know what I'm saying? Facts. But bro. But no, he, no, he didn't get paid yet. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think he got paid yet. But yet. he going he going to. But man, to see this kid the way he be hooping, man, um, it's insane, man. So shout out to him. But the Lakers. Mr. LeBron James, Mr. Anthony Davis, hmm. I appreciate you hmm. for not letting this one get away. Hmm. Y'all fought through adversity when it looked like y'all y'all wasn't going to come through. Y'all hmm. made people, everybody made, chipped in and made plays in this game. Hmm. Shout out Caldwell Pope for hitting big threes. Hmm. Shout out Caruso for getting in the lane, making big layups. Hmm. I'm excited. I'm hmm. excited because I needed that win so bad. Hmm. I needed that. I, I just needed everything from my mind because I was on a tear. You can actually even the past couple of days, I've really mm-hmm. been tripping on the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Everything that's been going on in the offseason, everything. But mm-hmm. I needed that win, and it was so beautiful to finally get that mm-hmm. against the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, man, about moving forward. We're going to see what we're going to get, we, what's going to happen moving forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a big win. I'm excited about it. Uh, big things to come, man. You done? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. Um, so uh, you know, I, you know, uh, Boston fans out there, you know. I hate you. I hate your guts. Yeah, just in case you didn't hear. I hate you. I hate your guts. 
So you know, Charles Evans, first of all, Charles, like, don't be don't be hit me up on Bleacher before report before the game. You know what I'm saying? Let me know it's Celtics Day. We're gonna do what we did to y'all a couple months ago. I get on Twitter and all these these supposed Celtics. I wish I knew his name. I wish I knew your name right now on Twitter, bro. Cause I would call you out, dog. You wanna say after the game, after the Lakers won, oh, y'all didn't do this a few weeks ago and we beat y'all by 28 done. <laughs> Chill out, bro. Let's talk about what happened yesterday. Let's get with it real quick. The energy in Staples Center was off the charts. This was the best regular season game of the entire season so far. I haven't seen a better regular season game so far. Before I talk about the Lakers, Jason Tatum, I tip my hat to you, sir, my fellow Duke brother. You are a superstar, sir. Your talents are immense, and you're going to be a problem in the NBA. Those 40 points that you drop and the way that you drop them, like Stephen A. say, you a bad man. All right, off that. Everybody else played like Jalen Brown, you played okay. Marcus Smart, you played all right. Gordon Hayward, you keep missing layups at the rack. Brad Stevens, you need to do something with that lineup, sir. It ain't no love for Boston over here whatsoever, donkey. So let's get with these Lakers. LeBron James. We love you, sir. Um, I see the switches being turned on. Let's go back to Friday night when we played Memphis. Bron had that look in his eye. Let's go back when they played Denver before the All-Star break. Bron got that look in his eye. Wash King, as like a lot of people like to call him. Oh, Bron's not efficient in the fourth quarter. Let's go back to, uh, I think it was 39 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Bron went to the rack, got fouled. Bop, bop. Two free throws, knocked them down. Huh, let's go back to a minute and 36 seconds in the game. Jalen Brown caused himself wanting to get in the block. Bron got a smirk, smirk on his face in the paint. Bum, bum, bum. Turn around, fade away. Draws. <laughs> Draws. Let me get all that. <laughs> Defense on the perimeter was outstanding. Yes, it was. Caruso, Caldwell Pope, everybody was locked in. I love the lineup to close the game. I loved it. Kuzma. A.D., Braun, Caldwell, Caruso. I love it. Rajon Rondo, ever since you took that hairband off your head, you've been hooping, dog, and I want to issue a public apology to you. You got to do that, bro. Because I've been killing you for the past <laughs> month on the sports desk. I've been emailing Jeannie Buss and Rob Palenka for them to release you, Rajon. But I sent a nice email today to Miss Jeannie and Rob and say, hey, long as the hairband stays off his head, we need to keep Rondo going. We was clicking on all cylinders, and what I loved the most yesterday, we was locked in from tip to finish. When it got thick, when it got real, when Tatum was revving up, we kept in it. AD and Brown had 30 apiece. They was moving. They were shaking out there. We were playing really good defense, but I do have a small concern. <laughs> Smooth was here last week, Black, and what did Smooth say to us last week? He has very big concerns about Anthony Davis late in games. Yeah. Anthony Davis went to the, uh, went to the line. Lakers was up two. Would have put us up four if he would have knocked down both those free throws and, and made the game. Both. And he missed. He missed. That right there makes me a little queasy. I'm not too worried about it, but in that type of atmosphere at home, that could very well be the NBA Finals moment. The You're Boston right. Celtics very well could make the NBA Finals this You're year. Right. And that could be a moment. Do I believe in AD? Absolutely. I absolutely I do. But in those moments, I've been spoiled my whole life with Kobe Bean. Kobe Bean go to the block, we dropping off. Yak him, yak him. Count him. One, two. You feel me? So, Anthony Davis, if you just so happen to hear this, we love you, my guy. But this is where the big boys play. 
Staples Center. Want no other basketball game or activity in the world more important than Boston and L.A. yesterday at 3.30 on ABC. We need you to come through for us, baby. And one more time for LeBron James. We love you, Bron. We know you're going to bring it home for us, Bron. I see you locked in. I love you taking the challenge on the perimeter against Jalen Brown. I love that. I love you taking the challenge on Tatum at the top of the key. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love it. Dwight, JaVale, we are clicking. And I was telling Black this a couple weeks ago. We made a significant move the other day, but I like our Very team. significant. I like our team. I do like our team because if we can play like that, Black, can't nobody beat us, dog. And right. we got the best, best duo in the game with James and Davis, two of the top five players in the NBA. Now, anybody who got a problem with what I got to say? Any of you Celtics fans, Clippers supporters, any of you got anything? Anything? If y'all got a problem with that, hey, hit me up, dog. Mm-hmm. We'd love to have you on the sports desk because it's getting to that time of year, baby. Well, I got the armor on, dog. I got the armor mm-hmm. on right now. It's Game of Thrones around here, bro, when it comes to the Lakers in this championship right now. Mm-hmm. So I just want to start off with that game. Fred, you got anything on the game from yesterday, man? Um, The game yesterday, yeah, it was a great, great game. But I, I have something more like on the Lakers. Sure, go ahead. Because I haven't been able to yeah, tip us all. in a minute. Yeah, yeah, tip us all. And I haven't expressed my gators. First, I want to direct these specific comments to uh, Robert, <laughs> who was here last week smooth, on the show. Okay. Smooth. <laughs> I wonder if these are the first uh, to you, sir. Uh, Anthony Davis won't be touching the fucking ball in crunch time okay. in the playoffs. Okay. So let me get that out of the way. Okay. Uh, the second comments I would like to direct to Cedric Farr. Farr, Tyrone. And uh, Tyrone Koppel, I would like to read you off of this list. Game three, 2006, first round Ooh. against the Wizards. A game winner. Uh, <laughs> hold on, slow. No, 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 no. Game six, 2003, NBA Finals against the Spurs. Game winner. <laughs> game one, Eastern Conference Finals, Miami Heat Pacers. Game winner. Game, game five, 2008 Conference, first round, Cleveland Cavaliers Pacers. Game winner. 2015 Conference Sippy Finals. Uh, versus the Bulls, game winner. You know, I, I'm talking about the playoffs here, not yes. the regular season. So let we we talking about what in the playoffs. Uh, 2007 Eastern Conference Finals against the Pistons. We all know what happened there. Mm. Game winner. Yeah, Conference Finals sports, against man. Orlando Magic. We on, remember man. what happened there. Game winner. And last but not least, the 2013 NBA Finals against the San Antonio Spurs. We remember what happened in those last couple of minutes I when do. LeBron James put them niggas to sleep. So now that I got that out of the way, one thing I want um, people who are not familiar with LeBron James, people who follow LeBron James from team to team you know, we we understand what time it is. It's almost like we take naps during the regular season. He'll show out sometimes. Mm-hmm. But Brian has a thing he does in the regular season. He's trying to set AD in position. Mm-hmm. He's trying to... Brian might not take the last opportunity because he's trying to set them in position. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Ever since that debacle that happened with the Mavericks in that first run, you need to go watch LeBron James play in these NBA Finals. And even if he's lost NBA Finals, it wasn't on him. LeBron led all categories when he went up against... Uh, what was that? The Warriors? Or <laughs> uh, whatever you yeah, want yeah, to get. Yeah, yeah, Led yeah. in all categories. So we need to understand who the fuck we're talking about, first of all. Mm-hmm. Now let's get to the Lakers, who they just signed one of the Morris twins. You know what I'm saying? To combat the signing of the Clippers, which was a great move. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caruso, a veteran player. Kyle Kuzma, he'll pick it up in the playoffs. And yeah, D, I keep telling y'all, I, I think Rondo 
when these play, I mean, he, until he lets me down, because every time I've seen Rondo in the playoffs, he's showing the fuck up. And That's it's right. a reason why the playoffs are a possession game. That's right. You need veterans. Like when you've seen, um, you go back and watch how the Pistons beat that loaded uh, Lakers team. It was just like, you know what? This We're going to go possession by possession with y'all. Y'all got too many options. Y'all don't even know what y'all want to do. Yeah. Possession by possession, we just going to beat you. Mm. Talking about LeBron fucking James. Yes, sir. You understand? The Lakers are winning the t- if people listening to this shit right now, I need you to understand me right here. Mm. The Lakers are winning the championship this year. <laughs> like, period. Like, get the get out of here with all your other takes. The Clippers, the Thunder, and the Thunder, they signed Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson? <laughs> Reggie Jackson is... And we already matched them with the Morris twin. They on a three-game losing streak. Kawhi cussing out the best. You want to know why it was so easy for Kawhi Toronto? Because if LeBron was never born, Toronto probably have two or three championships there with DeRozan and Kyle Lowry. That's what would have happened. That's a championship team missing, just missing the extra star to get them over the top. Mm. And the Warriors got hurt, so that's really why they got to talk. But that's a championship <laughs> team. This Clipper team. What the fuck has, what's this little nigga named with the nappy hair? The point guard. Pat, what has Patrick Beverly done? Pat Bev. What has he done? Pat Bev. You haven't done anything, Montrez Harrell. Trez. You haven't done playoff P. You haven't done Ooh, anything. Don't get me started on him, bro. <laughs> Don't give me you haven't play done, None of them have done anything. And that's the frustration you see from Kawhi Leonard. You understand? You want to know it. why he wasn't frustrated we at Toronto? Because them boys done things. We saw They it. did things before he got there. They've been in wars, man. In wars. Yeah, man. He them. It was in the finals with OKC. Like, these people, they've been to the finals. Yeah. Been... So all I want to say is, the Lakers are winning the championship this year. And Tyron Coppola, if, you wanna, if y'all want to bitch y'all way all the way up to the championship, hey, I'm good for it. But understand, the Clippers might not make the conference finals. Because they not beating the Rockets if they match up with the Rockets. Straight up. That's what you got? Straight up. They not beating the Rockets. You got Rockets over Clippers. You got Rockets over Clippers. The the Clippers have nothing for the Rockets. And I'm saying, I want to say that now so they understand me. You understand? The Clippers have nothing for the Rockets. And that's my spiel. I had had to get out of the way. What? (laughs) Bro, what are you talking about, man? Bro, I'm out, man. That nigga's tripping. <laughs> wow, I mean, what a performance by Freddie Bricks uh, just a few seconds ago. That was intense, bro. And that's what we missed. That was we are, intense, We boy. are so glad to have my yes, man's back are. with yes, us, we man. Are. But um, I guess I try to I guess I try to come after that, man. But um <laughs> Jesus, going back to the Lakers, man, like well, going back to the NBA. All right, so Reggie Jackson was picked up. Uh, by the Clippers after a buy from the Pistons. Uh, Mark Keith Morris, all right, was signed by the Lakers yesterday. All right, we waived Boogie. All right, Boogie wasn't going to be ready. I've seen a lot of me and Black talked about it Friday. I've I seen some Twitter uh, conversation about us waving Boogie. Boogie wasn't going to be ready. The Lakers was hoping he could be ready, but we needed to see signs from Boogie now that he was going to be able to get in the playoffs and, and make an impact. And the medical people said that just wasn't going to be possible. So the Lakers made a move going after Markeith Morris, and gladly he came to the Lakers. So let's talk about these two teams. Let's talk about the Clippers. Let's talk about the Lakers. Let's go to the Clippers. The other night, Clippers supporters, Kawhi fans, Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers got blowed out by the 13-39 Sacramento Kings. 
And I don't even know if that's their record. But I know that the Kings are trash. They beat them by 25 points. But nobody on Twitter <laughs> wanted to get in tweet about that. No one wanted to talk. I watched first take today. No one talked about Kawhi losing his mind against his teammates. Steven and the boys kind of skipped over it real quick. The only people keeping it real on cable was Shannon Sharp. <laughs> Uncle Shay Shay was the only person keeping it real. That's a problem. And like Fred said, like Smooth said, we've been having this debate, me and Black. Dog, the Clippers are a good team, but when they get thick, when they get real, who has been in the fire besides Kawhi Leonard? I give it the playoff P. He made it deep early on when he was in Indiana against those Heat teams, but he was a young buck. We knew he wasn't going to win. Yeah. Anybody out there, you're a liar if you thought the Pacers were going to beat the Heat. And the game was different. It had, it had transitioned into what it is now, almost like this, the, right, the right. Warriors changed the whole right, game. Right, you right. got to remember, Hibbert was out right, there. Right, yeah, no, Hibbert was making no team, nobody's 12-man yeah. roster in no. the NBA and we saw what in happened. 2020. And we saw what happened. You know what I'm saying? You got a skill, big man. Drummond can barely get on yeah. a good team. So yeah. that, that was a whole different era. Yeah. Playoff yeah. P. <laughs> Okay, so the Clippers got unproven players. They do. Except for one. They got a proven head coach as well, Doc Rivers, one of my favorites. But I watched Kawhi get frustrated when Montrez Harrell did not go with the pick. Never seen that before. And Kawhi is shouting at this man in transition going into defense. It wasn't a timeout, Black. The Kings didn't call timeout. The Clippers didn't call timeout. The game was still happening. And Kawhi lost his mind while down 25 to the 13 and 39 Sacramento Kings. But let that would have been LeBron get beat by five by the Phoenix Suns. Then y'all, oh, watch. Oh, bro, what? What? Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. But nah, bruh. So let's talk about it here. The Clippers, I I'm starting to see. I'm starting to see the cracks. I'm starting to see the cracks. And they sitting. Let's go to these standings real quick. Where are the Clippers at currently in the Western Conference right now? The Clippers are 37-19. They're third right now. One, one game. One game separates them between the Rockets and the Jazz. With one more loss. One more loss. The Clippers can be the fifth seed and, and lose home court. <laughs> Yeah. They could be there's only one game that separates them, two games between them and the Thunder. The Thunder are 35 and 22, only two games back. But you know who are who's the only person, who's the only team in the Western Conference who has 40 plus wins? <laughs> Do you want to know who's 43 and 12, Black? Can I tell you? Yeah, go ahead and tell it's me. It's the Los Angeles Lakers led by LeBron James, the greatest basketball player who has a pair of tennis shoes currently. <laughs> so if y'all gonna come talk to us about this, and I talk, hey, say it, say it, say it. We, I, hey, we talked about this now. I see you on Twitter. Tell me you got a feeling that uh, Kawhi, this, Kawhi Leonard going to be holding up another trophy. We talked about this. If you're going to ride, ride with us. I don't want to hear about you keeping it real and being honest. If you're going to be a Laker, if you're going to ride with us, said, I need you to get in the car now. I need you. Now, I'm going to come back around to your house in about a couple of hours and pick you up now. Now, if you come out the house talking crazy, man, I'm going to have to leave you, dog. Come on, come on, come on, said. Now, we're going to give Seth an ample opportunity to respond to all of this. Oh, yeah. You know we're going to yeah. get a response. So, we're going to have Seth yeah. Jafar here very, very soon. Matter of fact, he may be here next Sunday. So, we may be talking to him then. But I just want to say in all in all, hey, let's keep in mind. Let's keep in mind what we got in front of us, dog. 
The Lakers and the Clippers should meet in the conference finals. According to Fred, they won't make it. He don't think they're going to make it. So, my take on the Lakers, I like the Marquis, the uh, Marquis Morris move. He's going to bring toughness. Black kind of had to put me on game. He's shooting 40% from three point. He's a good defender. He got an attitude. I was kind of, I was kind of, yeah. I was kind of lukewarm on it until Black kind of like put me on, you know, And we uh, just said last week, what were we lacking, D? What were we toughness. lacking? Attitude. Toughness. A dog. Attitude. A dog. And we got that in a player. Yeah. That's why I was so it. hyped about it. But D was telling yeah. me, he was like, bro, I don't know why you're so excited. Right, right. You I know, was. but. I like the. I'm ready to see how he fits in with this group. I think it's going to be automatic. Right. You playing right. with the king? Why? Why not be yeah. automatic? Yeah. You playing yeah. with the king, and you know, I'm at the point right now where I feel like, like D said, LeBron is locked in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's on a mission. He on a mission because I'm. T- I know he's sick and tired of his name being drugged in the mud. Every time you turn around, LeBron, this LeBron, it's something always negative. Like D said, the last three games, I seen it in his face. And I love the last shot when he had the smirk because he knew. With Jalen Brown on him. He knew. Yeah, man. He knew what it was. Those type of moments. Fred just ran them all down for you. Yeah. Big shot after big shot, bro. But Bron don't take over games or hit shots he don't need to hit. Yeah, Bron don't go to the like, line. He don't go. He, he don't he, go to the line when it matters. Yeah, but when he has the ball in his hand, you better ask Toronto <laughs> about it. You better ask Boston about it. Fred ran you, down. But he he ran down the list for you. So all you guys, like D said, y'all need to get on board or step the hell off. I'm telling you, boy. And don't be coming around here later. I'm talking about. I am. Back. And listen. And listen to me. What it do, baby? Don't come around here later talking about that now. And listen to me. I'm not. I'm. I'm a LeBron supporter. I'm not even a Lakers fan. Yeah. But when that when the King is on the floor, we ride. I'm riding. We riding, though. So I'm. I already got my seat, bro. I, my so, seat oh, yeah. didn't change a whole lot of times, bro. Yeah, we straight. We straight. We straight. We straight. You we know good. what? So, we bro, good. I'm excited, bro. Let me tell you, I'm excited about this second half of the season. This is what I've been waiting for. I got the move. I got the move made. We got some toughness. That's what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. We needed some more toughness, and we got it. Yeah. Boogie, I'm gonna miss you, bro. I hope they resign you in the offseason. Yeah, I understand. For sure, for sure, D for sure. broke it down to me why they cut you. I understand it. Yeah. But they got another good person to replace you, bro, with the same type of attitude and grit that you have. Yeah. And, and, so that's an A plus for me. Yeah. So I'm this second half of the season. I'm locked in. Facts. Any bullshit, y'all get out of my way. I don't care. Because on the sports desk, we going to give it to y'all ass, boy. You come with any negativity about the Lakers. We riding. We riding. You know, before I let Fred go, man, you know, I just, you know, Clippers fans, Celtics fans, anybody in the East, it doesn't matter. You know, you know, don't, don't. What did you think about the Don't end what up. You, I beat him. Everybody out there know I beat him. Everybody out there know I beat him. I controlled the fight. He was missing. I hit him clean more times. I beat him. <laughs> yeah, so don't, so, so, so don't end up the day after we holding up that Larry O'Brien. It sounded like A.B. But, Fred, yeah, go ahead and clean this up, man, with the Lakers, man. Um, yeah, yeah, just to clean it up uh, with Morris. Like, it's, it's, it's a very great pickup to have another forward. Because, you know, we yeah, yeah, center, yeah. we great. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But to have somebody like A.D. sit down and have Morris come in the game, he got the same skill set. It's just more, A.D. is just like Morris on stage. Steroids, but they got yeah. like the same kind of skill set, yeah. and I think that's gonna be big. And I, I when when I seen the Clippers sign Morris, that was the first time I was like, damn, like the Lakers 
I was thinking about going back getting Lance Stevens. I was like, they need to sign somebody. somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a Reggie Jackson and and whatever whoever else they signed. I wasn't. Morris was the one. Marcus, Marcus, boy, yeah, Marcus. Marcus yeah. Them niggas is like the yeah, truth. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and when crazy. I seen that sign his brother, and I watched his brother interview. Like that's how I know. I think both of them gonna be great because like them, they playing in the same. He said this gonna be the first time y'all gonna see two people from different teams training together. You know what I'm saying? Like them boys is people need to realize how close the yeah, Morris man, they twins blood is. brothers twins. Yeah, they got all the twins, same tattoos, man. all the, everything. Like they that real bond. real close. But, they, but I like what Marcus said. He said, "Don't get it twisted though. Like we both understand." When we on that floor, so, yeah. we know what time. He said, if yeah. you're going to see a Morris on the Morris side there, that's just yeah. what it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and both of them have an understanding you know, of that, yeah. man. So I, I, I was good to hear and that. I think that. And that cancels the Morris things out. And I just think it's great. You know, and I think people, it don't even get me mad when people, because I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, when you at the top, people, Kobe, you at the top, people coming after you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jordan, you can do you. Jordan, you can have two, three piece back to back. Niggas still going to come at you. Like, man, at the fuck king. that. You know, you coming at the king. But don't miss. But, uh, bro, you got to understand that like, LeBron is intimidating in the playoffs. And how are people not catching this? These boys went out there and won 73 games, and LeBron went out there and intimidated them niggas and pulled off three straight wins. Mm -hmm. That's intimidation. Mm -hmm. That Fuck happen. your skill. That shouldn't and happen. I'm going to make you believe you can't beat me. Jordan had that in him. That Kobe happen. had that in yeah. him. I'm going to look you in your eyes and yeah. you're going to say, we need to go get Katie. We need to up this shit. This is not going to work. In the, in the parking lot after game it's seven, exactly. Draymond was calling Durant. Intimidation, bro. He intimidated us when KD was on the bench. They just got so many So much firepower. Yeah, firepower. Bron has been intimidating teams for a long time. And I think, like, we y'all can at least acknowledge that. You you keep your hate. But that's one thing about it. A greatness like that in the playoffs, just please stop coming to me by he's not going to take the big shot, beat the big shot. Like, what are you? Where's your thinking at? And we haven't seen that? All right. You like, know what I'm you saying? Got Over the loss? past decade, damn near. You, you know got memory saying? loss? Out here. Yeah, I agree, man. I just, I just, you know, with, and, and the one last thing before we move on with the other topics in the NBA, man. Can I talk to him LeBron real quick? James. Lebron. LeBron James. You know, it's just like, hey, listen, man. Look, you don't have to like LeBron. I don't care if you a fan of LeBron. But like Fred say, acknowledge the greatness. We've seen it on display for 17 years. Yeah. Hmm. 17 years. So you can say, oh, the only thing that people can ever say with any other great basketball player, Kobe, LeBron, anyone, oh, Jordan went 6-0. and oh. Okay, cool. Okay, fine. Great. We understand that. But that makes Jordan better than Kobe? That makes Jordan better than LeBron? We're talking about the basketball player. We're talking about what they're doing on the floor. So even in LeBron losses, when he averaged a triple-double 38, 12, and 14, two years in a row, against, against probably the greatest team ever assembled. So just because he lost, he can't be better than Michael Jordan. Now, we, we'll talk about that later. I ain't, we, we'll get into that whole debate later, but I just want to say, I just want to piggyback off Fred. Like, hey, it's greatness being displayed out here. And if he go and get this chip, like we really, really, really believe he going to do, I'm going to tell you right now, listen to me close and listeners, <laughs> you are going to hate listening to the sports desk for at least, at least a month. At least a month if the Lakers win this championship. Okay. All right, man. So, uh. Let's see. All right, so we got some other things in the NBA, man. I want to talk about uh, Trey Young for a second. Uh, Fred, when Trey Young was coming out of college, 
Fred was really big on him, man. And when Trey Young went to Atlanta, a lot of people was like, uh, Atlanta, oh man, we wanted him to go to the Knicks. But I remember Fred saying, like, dog, like this is big. Like Trey Young can end up being like Vic. Like Trey Young can revitalize that city, that basketball culture. Like Atlanta had had nothing since Vic left. Even though Matt Ryan and the Falcons there had a nice little run, I guess you want to call it before choking on the chicken bone against Belichick and the Patriots. But I saw something the other night, Fred. I want to get your take on this first. I saw something the other night, man. I watched the uh, the Hawks versus the Heat. Uh-huh. It was Quavo night in Atlanta. <laughs> and this was the first time that I kind of saw what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Trey Young went up for a 50 piece. Yeah. With, with a lot of sweet and sour sauce in the bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I saw the energy in that building, dog. I see I see Gucci Mane. I see yeah. Quavo. I see all the other Migos. I think I saw mm-hmm. uh, Jeezy. I, see, I mean, I seen a lot of people there, dog. Yeah, stars. And uh, yeah, and like, and I seen, I seen like what you was talking about. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm really asking you, do you, do you think if the Hawks can get a decent enough team and start winning some games, can mm. Trey Young rival Michael Vick? Like the energy Vick brought, even mm. though Vick was almost godlike right. in Atlanta because of the height. But do you right. think he can even come close to that? I ain't gonna say rival it, but mm. come close to Michael Vick. Um, I, I for now I'll say no, just because of how big football is, especially in that uh city over. Okay. Basketball, okay, you know what I'm saying. Like as great as Chicago and Michael team was, that that's still a football town. Like they going with the Bears first. Like Mike Dick is bigger than Michael Jordan. That's a, crazy to think about. It's Tim true. McMahon is yeah. bigger than Michael Jordan yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. I was just watching like people from Chicago yeah, yeah. say that, you yeah. know, when it was at the All Star thing, yeah. and I was like, damn, that's crazy. But um, in, in that sense, I, I think if now if he start pulling off championships, like I said, Atlanta oh, yeah, is the yeah, city yeah, built yeah. for NBA. Like, even Town. more than football. Yeah. Like, they yeah. love the Falcons. Don't get me wrong, but that culture, superstars, superstars love the NBA game because you're seen, you're on the floor. Uh, think about how good, if, just think if Giannis was in Atlanta, you know, and they was winning all these games, pulling all these up. It'll be the it would be the center almost of the universe. The New York Knicks haven't won over 20 games in the last 50 years, Man. and they stepped the highest. They cost them, you know what I'm saying, like $8 billion if you want to buy them. So it's just when you inside of these media markets in these popular cities, like, and you could just get you a star, and thank God they did, man. Thank God they got Trey Young. I think they're going to, another, they finna get that popping, and somebody is just going to figure that out, like, we can make Atlanta a home. But what you think about him, though? What you about? What you think about Trey? I know you oh, said that Trey? he wins championships. Like, what you just think about Trey? Because I'm mm. watching this game, man. I know a lot of people didn't see this game. Like, this right. game wasn't on TNT. Right. Because here at the Sports Disc, we have the links. So, <laughs> what do you think that his game can be as, as beautiful mm-hmm. as Steph Curry? Like, can he bring eyes to Atlanta to want to see him play like people want to see Steph Curry play? Definitely. I, definitely. I, I think this is a... This is a blasphemous thing to say now, but I explain it. Like I think, I think he's a better shooter than Curry because his form is not nowhere near good as Curry's yet. He You're hasn't right, been in league. Like he it's is not. shooting from his waist up right he's now. He's barely I heard, jumping. I heard, I heard Reggie Miller say that he was yeah. like, "Yeah, when he shoots, he's using a lot of his upper body yeah. shooting that ball." And Curry's like the perfect. Like he's figured it out. He's perfect. Curry yeah, is yeah. perfect. Greatest shooter ever. But when Trey Young figure out the. The, I got you. What I he's figured out, because Trey Young from the logo, I mean, it's, I see what you say. And don't get me wrong, it's like how far apart you can shoot, you can shoot. But I, I think Trey Young can be that good. Like, okay. yeah, I, I definitely right. think like championship good. Like you, they figure it out. Like I don't know, I don't even know what I would put by him. That's the funny thing. I don't know if he, a, a big man to compliment him more than another shooter. Or, how it would go, but I think, yeah, look, the kid has heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. 
Yeah, I'm really like a Trey Young. All right, so Black Man, uh, let's get you in here on the Trey Young talk, man. Like, like I said, man, I know you heard me just said a few seconds ago. Like, I witnessed the environment in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying on that Quavo night, man, where he put a 50 piece on the Heat, and the energy was just, man, through the roof. So, what do you think about Trey Young? Do you think Trey Young can, man, can he be like a global star in that city? And I usually don't disagree with Fred, but mm. I got to disagree with you on this one, Fred. Mm. Me being, you know. Atlanta's like my second home. You know, my sister-in-law stays there. You know, we visit a lot. And don't get me wrong, you got the Atlanta Falcons. But Atlanta is a basketball city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They love basketball. Yeah. All your celebrities, you're not really going to see them at the, at, at the Atlanta Falcons game. You're going to see them at the Hawks games, no matter how sorry the Hawks are. Right. Now, that's true. They're they going to pack the building. Yeah, they do. Trey Young is the perfect star. To bring to to bring Atlanta back to what Michael Vick had it at. Mm-hmm. Even even Atlanta, even the Hawks being a not pretty not a, a not a good team this year, the building is packed mm-hmm. every night. It's packed. So I truly believe that Trey Young, being the basketball player, he is because he, he what the kid. I don't even think he's twenty one yet. Uh, I don't even think he's twenty one yet. It might be close. Yeah, he's going to get better for sure. We've seen we seen this out of Michael Vick when he was in Atlanta. We seen it. We said, "Oh yeah, Michael Vick got it. He ain't gonna do nothing but get better." And that's what he did. Trey Young got the mystique and the swag and the and everything that Atlanta needs. He mm-hmm. has it. Mm-hmm. He may not he may not look like a typical oh Atlanta guy who would bring everybody out, but he is. He can. We see it right now. I truly believe he is going to be the face of the face of Atlanta. The sports person that Atlanta leads it needs like a Vic. Even I think he can potentially be a superstar in the NBA. He's going to do these things. The kid is awesome. I like what he do. He he was doing it at Oklahoma, and Oklahoma is trash. Yeah. Trey Young left. You haven't heard anything about Oklahoma. Mm-mm. Nothing. Mm-mm. I like the kid, man. I'm on board. I think he can be the star that Atlanta, the city needs. I think he can he can carry that torch for them like Michael Vick did. Because you know why? Atlanta, the superstars, they come out, they go to these games, they show Trey Young love, Trey, uh, Trey Young love, Quavo, Gucci Man, whoever it may be, Julio Jones, even the Atlanta Falcons players are there supporting. They show this kid love in Atlanta, and he is going to be a star. Yeah, I agree, man. I just, I think, uh, just to compliment off y'all, I just, I just saw that, and I just want to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? I, I think he's... Um, I think he's special, man. Like, just the energy that he brought for a game that wasn't even on TV. You know, if the Hawks can get some pieces around. And they got a good young coach, man. They just caught some bad breaks, man. They got a lot of young talent, man. And if they can piece some pieces together, man, and just get competitive, if they can even just make the playoffs and and just get better and better, I think you'll start to see Trey Young ascend. Like, he was an all-star this year. He started in the all-star game this year in his second season. You know what I'm saying? So he ha- he has it, man. He got the look. You know, he's he's somebody people can relate to. He's like one of the, like Fred said, one of the uh, premier shooters in the game. And, and I heard when Reggie Miller said that, he was like, look, Trey ain't even doing all of the proper techniques of a great shooter yet. He's still mm-hmm. knocking down crazy shots. <laughs> yeah. You know, for somebody to be six foot two, barely six foot two, shooting the 50 piece over Jimmy Butler, <laughs> like, yeah, and, and Andre Iguodala, man, that's scary, dog. Yeah. Like in his second year. So yeah. I do think he has the potential. Could he ever be as big as Vic? I don't think so. I think Vic was like, 
first of its kind. Like, yeah, it, Vic, Vic was just so new. We didn't you know see, we never seen it. And yeah. then he came in and ingratiated himself with Atlanta. He was literally the perfect fit at the time. But yeah. seeing him in videos with T.I., yeah, yeah, like, yeah, just being yeah. universal, the Nike commercials, like, he was just, he looked like us, and he represented us, and we were just in awe, you right. know what I'm saying, of seeing Michael Vick. But right. I do think Trey Young uh, can be a superstar in this league and have a major impact. Where did he go in the draft? Um, Trey Young? Yeah. I think he went fourth, and Luca went, went third, and they flip-flopped. That's, it's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> it's Luka, nuts. Yeah, Trey got picked third. He went mm-hmm. third then. Uh-huh. And then Luca went Luca f- went after him. And they flipped. Uh-huh. It's yeah. just interesting to see, like, we with our eyes, we're inside of the culture and we know what's going on. So we can look at a guy like Trey Young in college and say, why wouldn't you take this kid first? Mm-hmm. Steph Curry from Davidson. All of us looking at it like, wait a minute. Take him first. He, what is going to translate when you get to the league Correct. where he's not going to be able to make these three? Is he in the post? Yeah. Like, what are you scared of? Oh, he can't play defense. I'm like, this man is a three-point shooter. Shooting. Shooting. But for, this ain't Steve Kerr. Like, this motherfucker is handling the ball. Shooting. You know? You look Shooting. at a Luka Doncic. This man is 17 years old, like, hooping with adults. <laughs> and you pick Jerry Jackson? <laughs> and who was the other pick? Oh, oh, Aiden went ahead of them, right? Yeah, Aiden went number and, one. And it just tells you some people have the vision. and some. <laughs> it's my Jaguar talk all the time. Some people can see into the future and say, this is where the game is going. Right. Like, let's not hold this back. Let's give this kid a try. And mm. some people are like, let's just get Aiden. He a big man. He can move when big niggas come in the draft every year. Yeah. And, and we ain't heard from Aiden or Jared Jackson. Man, we, we ain't bust a damn grape. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I, I think Trey Young, they, they definitely the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely the future. Um, Luca, all them boys. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like the NBA is definitely in a great place. Definitely, man. So yeah, I just want to spend a little time talking about Trey Young. So we're gonna pick it up here on the sports that's going down the NBA. Uh, Dwayne Wade, his jersey was retired last night, man. They had a big weekend for him in Miami. He had the uh the the the, the music, the 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 song with Rick Ross, uh with Udonis Haslam on it. Like it was it was fun to see, man. And and I love that Pat Riley, you know, was influenced by Kobe Bryant. You know what I'm saying? Like, give Dwayne Wade his love and his flowers and everything now. Why wait? Don't wait on this. Like, he's retired. He's not playing basketball again. Put that jersey up there, man, and let's do this thing. And then followed by that, we had the amazing documentary, man, The Life Unexpected, that came on last night on ESPN. I watched it from top to bottom, man, and it was excellent, man. You got a great insight on Dwayne Wade's life, man. I just want to give him some flowers here on the sports desk. Dwayne Wade is arguably probably the third greatest shooting guard ever. Behind Kobe and Jordan. It's probably Dwayne Wade. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like he, three-time champion. Um, He was just so durable, man, as a player. Yes, he, he was. He was so dependable as a player. And you can, t- his testament to his greatness was when LeBron James left Cleveland and went to go play with him. LeBron James was the best player in the world, and he left Cleveland to go play with Dwayne Wade because of who he was, what he represented, and what he could provide LeBron James. And if it wasn't for Dwayne Wade, LeBron James probably wouldn't have a championship because Dwayne Wade put batteries in LeBron James's back. He gave him confidence. He was the one there for LeBron when LeBron was getting ran through the media, wrecked through the coals by all you bums out there who were saying LeBron wasn't going to be the next great, great player. And they built a relationship. But I want to go back to, Le- uh, to Wade and not, not LeBron, but I was a huge fan of his game. You know, when Shaq came, i never forget the press conference. Shaq came and he said, oh, we're going to win a championship. Like, he's not Dwayne Wade anymore. He's Flash. Shaq gave him the nickname. 
It's like it sparked something in Dwayne Wade. Took his game to another level, even though we knew he was a special player when he was at Marquette and took Marquette to the Final Four. Like, Marquette, I never knew what, what or who a Marquette was before Dwayne Wade put on that jersey. You know what I'm saying? And when he got to Miami, and that finals performance against the Dallas Mavericks is one of the greatest of all time. They was down 2-0 to the Mavs. It looked like Dirk and them boys about to get that first ring. Like It looked like it was going to happen. And then the Heat ran off four straight because because the, Dwayne Wade said, I'm the best player on the floor, and can't none of y'all stop me. And that's exactly what he proved, bro. Got that title, got that Finals MVP, and got Miami their first ever championship. First ever, man. And I respect Dwayne Wade for more reasons than one. We're not going to get into that here on the sports desk, but I respect Dwayne Wade. And I just want to give him his flowers, man. Congratulations on your jersey being going into the Raptors. One of the greatest players in NBA history, bro. I salute you, Wade, man. You deserve that, bro. Yeah, man. Um, I enjoyed it, man. I, I, I sat up and watched it last night, and, man, everything about it was beautiful from his upbringing and, right. you know, trials and tribulations he had to go through to mm-hmm. Marquette, you know, becoming a dad as a sophomore in college. Crazy. Like, it, 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 it was beautiful to watch the whole documentary, you know. Um, D-Way was another one of those players like Kobe that we got to see, we, we got to grow up with. Uh-huh. You know, he he basically was around me and your time. Yeah, he, yeah, 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 yeah. He was in college. Yeah. When he was graduating high school. He yeah. just went to college. Yeah. So it was it was awesome to see, you know, everything that went on with D-Wade. And we just said it. Top three shooting guard all time. Yeah. You can put him where you want to. Some people may put him over put him over Kobe because they're such big Dwayne Wade fans. But mm-hmm. uh top three all time. But um Man, it, the, the documentary was great, man, just on his life and mm-hmm. everything, his family. It was beautiful to watch, man. A lot, and, 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 and at this time, when we're going through stuff like missing Kobe, show people love, like DJ said. You got to yeah. show them love early, man. Go mm-hmm. ahead and shout out to Pat Riley, too, man, for yep. doing that. Yep. You know, going to get his uh, jersey in the rafters. Yep. Let's show him some love while he here on earth. Yeah, man. You know, and that's what people get it messed up and, you know. Messed up, hey, you got to enjoy people while they're here. Yeah. Not when they leave. Yeah. You know, but man, it was, everything about it was beautiful. I loved it from beginning to end, him and his family, what they had to go through and how they overcame everything. Yeah. It was beautiful, man. And I enjoy every bit of it. Yeah, it was great, man. It was definitely great. So, Fred, you know, give your sentiments on Dwayne Wade, man. Just his career, jersey mm-hmm. going up in the rafters, man. I mean, I'm, I'm just glad, you know what I'm saying? I, I caught the end of uh, Jordan, but I still was just a kid. But we really got to watch the two. Um, you know, two greatest guards, you know, of all time, like in my lifetime, you know, get clearly, it's been a lot of basketball, you know what I'm saying? Like we, you ain't gonna see a lot of centers better than Shaq, you know, whoever your favorite center is like that. We ain't gonna see a lot of power forwards better than Timmy and, you know, uh, them boys. So it's like to be able to watch Wade his whole career and to be able to watch like a Kobe his whole career. And I, I just feel lucky that we've been able to watch some of the best basketball, you know, like of all time, you know, in our generation and Wade, Definitely deserve it. I, I I didn't get to catch um none of the um documentary none of the documentary, but I was watching. It was like on silent at the gym, and it looked great. Yes, I mean, sir. it looked so good. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to after the show, going to check it out. You know what yeah. I mean? And I'll tweet my thoughts. You know, what I'm saying, yeah. to the page. Yeah, y'all definitely check out that documentary, man. I love getting insights on players, man. You know, his upgrading for Chicago was vicious, man. Mm-hmm. Like, how does somebody make it out of that? How how, how does the how how did Dwayne Wade as a child as a preteen as a teenager, make it out of that environment, dog. How? How? I, I just don't see how. But he did, man. He made the absolute best of his life, man. And he is one of the forefathers, man, of basketball. 
Like you go and like Fred said, in our lifetime, in our lifetime, I'm 35 years old, man. I saw Jordan. Of course, I saw Kobe. And I saw Dwayne Wade, man. And if you could put in perspective his career, the whole he deserved to sit at that table. Yeah, he deserved to sit at that table, man. He 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 really does, man. And I feel like he won't get the amount of love and respect due to the fact of the Kobe and the Jordan. But here on the sports desk, we're going to always remind you that Dwayne Wade is sitting at the table with those guys, man. He got three championships. I know he don't have any MVPs or nothing like that, but, hey, he was the catalyst. He was the gas, the oil, and the engine for the Miami Heat for almost 20 years, bro. Yeah, he was. This game reminds me, like, if you mix Russell Westbrook with, uh, like, the calmness and the smoothness of DeMar DeRozan, like, he was a controlled chaos. The way he played, he that's was a just great, smooth. That's, like, that's a great point. His, his Euro step, mid range, like perfect. Yeah, yeah, like I think Kobe, Jordan, and Wade. Like I, I think it's. I think if niggas is questioning if Wade should be at the table, like niggas don't know basketball. They don't. Or they need to go they on YouTube don't. and just watch that run. Or, or they just need to shut Free up. LeBron. I mean, like and go watch him at Marquette. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He got the resume. Yeah, go watch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, go watch so. the with Kobe. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Or just yeah. shut up. Speaking of Kobe, speaking of Kobe, I wanted to ask you how it is. Okay. Did y'all see that Kobe and Carmelo matchup? Yeah. The, the, yeah. Bulls. Bro, Mello, like, Bulls. I appreciate so much shit about Kobe. Kobe was in the post. Yeah, boy. Was that was the post for Melo. was bullet, boy. Melo was at Melo, But look what he brought out of Melo. Yeah. I ain't seen Melo ever. play ever. ever. It's, it's, I'm watching. Ever. I couldn't believe it. Only two players brought out Melo. Braun and Kobe. <laughs> right. That's it. I couldn't believe it. Then he scored on it. Yeah. Like he's sacrificing his offense. Y'all 40 on Kobe. <laughs> In the post. But Kobe took the challenge and he wasn't going nowhere. Yeah. yeah. But hey, Melo dropped 40, Kobe yeah. struck 45. Yeah. So that was a Kobe moment. I In appreciate five. it. <laughs> yeah, man. Facts. All right, man. So we're going to keep it going, man. We're going to keep it going here on the sports desk. Uh, Michael Jordan. The great Michael Jordan, man. Turned 57 years old, man. Uh, one of the GOATs. Maybe the GOAT to some people, man. We'll talk about that at another date, man. But uh, interesting conversation took place, man, with J.R. Ryder, Kevin Garnett. Uh, they were doing interviews, man. and. This is not what you think it is. So I'm going to play this clip, and then we're going to have a talk about what you're getting ready to hear, man. So this is J.R. Ryder and Kevin Garnett, Kevin Garnett's rookie year in Minnesota, man. So KG had never seen me play against Mike. We in Chicago. You know, it's my rookie year. And I got about 24 going into the fourth quarter. J.R. is having a good game. So I'm quiet. I always stay quiet when I play my and talk too much. So as we come out the timeout, just I'm on, y'all. Y'all, I can't even explain it. We come out of the fourth quarter, KG like, man, keep going at his ass. Serve him. He can't guard you. Yo, keep killing that nigga, yo. Keep killing that nigga. Boning him, yo. Straight up. You having a good game, Joe. Keep going. I was quiet. I'm looking at him like, chill. Because Mike was literally right there. Yeah, right here. Mike can hear me. I'll double balance. Yeah. Okay. Keep going at him. Wow. Too strong for this dude, man. So as I say that. I feel it. So Mike looked at me, looked at KG. Hands on hips, legs locked. The nigga stabbed me for about 15 seconds. I was like, Mike, he don't know the rules of the game, man. He's just a young puppy. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, look, Mike, he don't really know how we... I see him and Mike having a conversation. He's like, he don't really know. He excited. Whatever. So now MJ on the back leg joint. Okay, you talking? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, huh? And Mike looked at him again like, okay. He looked at me like, okay. I said, what you looking at me like that for, right? <laughs> I can't even really describe the next like six to seven minutes of play, yo. Came into the, went to the fourth quarter, man. That man got about eight, 17 quick. 
We down 25 now. It was just that two. Mad, looking at KG, looking at me, looking at KG. It got bad quick, <laughs> y'all. I come to the joint, and then they know this. When you come and you been on the run, when you not got back on the floor, got back, had to rebound, had, and you feel like you on defense all the time, you come to the bench like this. <sighs> so, I was like, Jay, man, my bad, my, my bad, dog. I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm sorry. He like, it's cool, man. I told you, just shut your ass up, man. You're not fun. <laughs> so, he, so you got in between the gate right there where you like, damn. And next thing you know, we over there like this. And Mike came down. Okay, young fella. Okay, okay, damn, young fella. Damn, damn, y'all, y'all done. Damn, y'all fella. <laughs> Never talk shit to Mike ever again in life. Yeah, man. So I, I got this uh, conversation, man. I was listening to 1010XL, man. Uh, I was listening to that show, and they had a small little breakdown of people being terrified of Michael Jordan. And the J.R. Ryan and Kevin Garnett interview came out. So this is all I want to say. And like I said, we will have a larger conversation on this later. It might even be a special edition type show on the GOAT and all that. But I start thinking to myself, I'm at work, I'm sitting in my office, and I just start thinking to myself, people were terrified of Michael Jordan. Like this story we just heard, J.R. Ryder was terrified of Michael Jordan. Now, if people don't know who J.R. Ryder is, when he was coming into the league, J.R. Ryder was a nice player. Yes, he was. He could score. He was athletic. Some of them even called him Baby Jordan when he was coming to the league. So this is not a bum here. This is a guy averaging 25 in the NBA. Then you had the rookie sensation Kevin Garnett, who didn't know any better. He just saw Michael Jordan as another player, and you heard the dialogue. But this is what I want to say about this whole thing. The The mystique of Michael Jordan is obviously that people was terrified of him. He had nicknames like the Black Cat. Black Jesus, Basketball Jesus, Jesus in Sneakers. These was real names that he was being called while he was playing in the NBA. And then I transitioned to other legends. Kobe Bryant, he was hated his whole career. Villainized. LeBron James, never beloved as a basketball player. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say he's never been universally beloved because the critics outweigh the love for LeBron James. So why Michael Jordan? Why him? Because people forget Mike's first eight years in the league, and I told you this wasn't what you thought it was going to be. <laughs> Do you realize Michael Jordan couldn't beat the Pistons in their prime? Anybody know that? Listeners out there? Anybody understand that when he did win his first championship, Magic Johnson was like 28 years into the league? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was out. James Worthy was 18 years, 19 years in the league. I'm not making any excuses. When we talk about prime, Mike in his prime, he beat up on Gary Payton and Deshaun Kemp's, great Carl Malone and the John Stocktons. But what about them dogs, bro? What about them dogs? So why were we scared of Mike? And this is why. This is what I came to the conclusion of. The mystique was born after Mike was getting hit upside the head for several years. When the old guard died and the new babies was there, with the J.R. Riders and the Kevin Garnetts and the Sean Kemp's, Mike was in his prime and he feasted on the youngins. He feasted, and he should have. He should have. He feasted on the youngins. And one day, we're going to have this talk about this gold thing. And don't get me wrong, Mike is up there with top one, two, three greatest ever. No debate here. I'm not even ever going to say he not. Never. So don't come at me, Pop. Don't hit me up, Pop, when you hear this. But we're going to have a talk, man. And I just want to put it out there in the atmosphere. We're going to talk about them first seven years. 
We're going to talk about them first seven That's years. That's when we're going to do the panel, right? We gonna yeah, we're going to talk about okay. them first seven years because I really want to get into that mystique. That mystique wasn't Isaiah Thomas. Mm. That mystique wasn't Larry Bird. Mm. That mystique wasn't Young Magic. Mm. That mystique wasn't none of them boys. Yeah. That mystique was for J.R. Ryder <laughs> and the rookie Kevin Garnett yeah. and the baby Gary Payton and Sean yeah. Kemp. That's who that was for. So we're going to talk about it one day. So that's what I'm saying. Shout out to Joy and happy uh-huh. birthday, dog. Hey, I love you, Mike. I'm one of uh-huh. your biggest fans, dog. I got the 11s and the 12s, all that in the closet. Right. But we're going to have this talk, Fred. But go ahead. Yeah, Fred. I always throw out this tweet, uh, the Kobe with the greatest sign, Jordan. You right. You know what I'm saying? Let, and let people know up front. Like, these two people, I hated while they were playing basketball. I have no reason to, like. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I have no allegiances here. I'm just telling you, like, for me, like, if I'm, like, Kobe just looks like a better version of what Michael Jordan was doing. You know what I'm saying? But I just, I think Kobe's rise was more impressive. You got a, one championship when he was young. Went through the fire, one of them again. Usually you have that. That impresses me more. You know what I'm saying? You wanted at this stage of your career. You wanted at this stage. You was right. Mike now, Mike went off and beat one of them uh, Lakers team when they was in their prime. When, if he beat the bad boy Pistons when they was in their prime, we got something there. You know what I'm saying? We could point to other people and say, oh, we got that with um, Kobe had to go out there and beat those Celtics. You know what I'm saying? And he said himself. He was like, I love this one the most. It was the hardest one. You know, and we can all see that shit was on. We and you saw that team. Yeah, exactly. You saw that team, though. We knew he was getting Dwight out of here. <laughs> I was so mad when the Magic went to the finals, dog. Because I knew it. I was like, damn, this nigga finna get this ring. And he did in five. <laughs> in five. And the Celtics came. That's an impressive ring. You and I'm looking at Joe. Is any would y'all consider any of those teams like Hall of Fame worthy teams? I, there, there's there's one. What, that, jazz? That, that jazz team. Okay, I, I, Malone and Stockton was right there with yeah, you. Right, you, you know right. what I'm saying? That so they rivaled each other, and they had a really good team. That was a great team. Like people want to piss on Byron Russell, but he was the best perimeter defender. Well, that, that was a great team. Yeah, that was, yeah, a, great that was a great team. That was a great team. Pacers like, was maybe a, a dominant. Pacers was a good. Team. They was a good team. They was. They, they good, took Mike to seven. Yeah, yeah. They took the Bulls to seven. Yeah, yeah. They took the Bulls to seven. But that 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 SuperSonics final championship win. Hey, GP, great defender. Right. <laughs> Sean Kemp, Sean Kemp, hey. deathless shrimp. Like that, 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 that type of team that they, they was up three on them boys. And they let the Supersonics win two straight. almost forced a game seven. Yeah. Now they, people want to say the Phoenix team. Okay, mm. cool. That, no, no, no. Mm. Kevin Johnson, Dan Marley, Charles Barkley. That was a real, Danny Ainge, that was a really good team. But the one championship that despises I just cannot stand is that Portland Trailblazers championship. <laughs> Clyde Drexler. Clyde Drexler and those bums in Portland that made it. And it's all validated on the shrug when Jordan hit them six threes yeah. in game two, I think it was. And the shrugs when they was like, oh, Jordan can't shoot the three. Yeah. That's why that championship is put out there in the forefront. But that Trailblazers team was trash. Yes, they were. Yeah. You can't name me nobody else but uh that trailblazer was trash. That That's team. all I'm gonna say. And we hey, we're gonna have a further debate about it, but I want to play that video to try to wet the listeners. Oh, I have one more question. From yeah, that yeah. same interview, did you see when KG was like he was trying to get to Kobe? Uh-uh. Woo, uh-uh. you gotta go back and watch it. K- I didn't see KG all reached out to Kobe first. And I'm just thinking about them two. Crazy well, we ass niggas on the we same got team. Him, if we would have got him in bro, LA, he was trying to get to LA. I don't know what y'all situation was at that time, but I he said he remember. reached out. He reached out to Kobe first because Gasol wasn't there when KG 
when KG went to Boston. Gasol wasn't there yet. He came there yeah. the next year. Okay. He said he was trying know. to get in touch with Kobe and Kobe, like, I guess Kobe called him too late or something. He, he just couldn't get in touch with Kobe because Kobe was hard to get in touch with at a point. And he said he just couldn't, like, link up with him in time to see. And I was just thinking, oh, Kobe and KG, though? If they would have got together, they would have won four I, straight. I, I, I was going to say three, but yeah, I, they would have won four straight. I see it. You give because look at the window though. Gasol was nice. Gasol's a great basketball player. He's a but nice dog. Okay, look, look. G, bullying niggas. Both them niggas hate niggas though. I was scared to death. <laughs> I was scared to death of that Boston team. You understand? <laughs> yeah, that was good. I was black. Can tell you, yeah, dog. I didn't. I didn't talk no trash, bro. <laughs> Not one peep, nigga. I cried with Kobe when we lost that first one, dog. Yeah. Game seven, I called out from work and the game didn't tip up to nine o'clock. I was in the bed all day, game seven the next year, dog. I was terrified, bro. So, yeah, you're right. You're right. So, okay, yeah. So, yeah, so we're going to have a debate about that later. I do definitely happy birthday, Michael Jordan. Definitely, dog, one of the goats, but we're going to get into that. That JR Rowdy KG thing, like, really had me thinking. And shout out to the guys at 1010XL, man, for starting. Uh, that conversation, man. So we'll get to it, man. All right, man. So we're going to get out of the NBA, man. We're going to transition into the NFL for a second, man. We got the NFL Combine uh, coming up this week, man. I believe it starts uh, this Thursday, man. I have some information on that right now. So Thursday on the 27th from 4 to 11 p.m., you got the tight ends, the quarterbacks, and the wide receivers going. On Friday, February 28th from 4 to 11, you got the kickers, all special teamers, offensive linemen, and running backs. On Saturday, from 4 to 11, you have the defensive linemen and you have the linebackers. And on Sunday, my favorite. I love to see this every year. For Sunday from 2 to 7, March 1st, you got the defensive backs. I love seeing the DBs take the combine, man. It's so, so dope, man. So um, the NFL combine is this week. This is where we get to get a feel, Black, yeah. of all the talent. We get to see some numbers. We get to see, you know, who's going to separate themselves. Going into the draft, I ain't saying that they're going to improve. Well, they do improve when they stop. Mm-hmm. They do. They do here. So um, what's your thoughts about the combine, man? And, and, and I think this is a pretty good draft that we're going into. I really do. I think it's a lot of players in this draft. Yeah, so what um, you got? man, uh, I'm excited about this, uh, this combine, man, because like you said, it's a lot of talent. And I know uh, on episodes coming up, we're going to break down some of these guys. And yeah. Let y'all know what they did in the combine. But, man, yeah. I'm excited my about this combine the one position that i'm excited about is that wide receiver room it's a lot of talent in the wide receiver room in this combine this mm-hmm. year if no one has seen from henry ruggs to jerry judy yep. from uh some of these guys name i don't even know but i know they're good they got a receiver from out of colorado that's top notch mm-hmm. it's receivers uh it's received they got a receiver from florida that's they talking about stock going up so mm-hmm. i'm i'm excited to see what's going on in this receiver room i think this is going to be the most interesting right next with the dbs mm-hmm. that's the two uh positions that i'm going to be looking at and heard today and seen today news drop that chase young chase young's not uh, not doing a not doing the combine, just the interviews. Yeah, not surprised. And not surprised at all. He's still going to go top three. Yeah, whatever it may be. But um, it's exciting, man. It's exciting time, man. Uh, for the draft, so I'll be locked in, looking at these guys and seeing what they're going to be doing. Yeah, exciting times, man. We can't wait for the NFL draft. All right, I mean, excuse me for the for the combine. But before we get out of the NFL, it's not really much to cover on the NFL because, like I said, this is the dead time of year. I do have a message uh for one in particular person, and it kind of hurts me. 
and kind of bothers me a little bit that I'm going to have to talk to him in this uh, type of manner. And before I do, man, I just want to let you know, man. The following announcement has been paid for by the Reduce Lunch Action Sports News Desk. Emmett Smith. <laughs> Emmett Smith. <laughs> Did anybody tell you to take less money when you were going to get your contract extension with the Cowboys back in 93? Did anybody tell you you should take a team-friendly deal? Did anybody say that to you? No, I don't think they did. Didn't you hold out, Emmett? Didn't you go over the franchise tag, miss training camp, miss the first two games of the seasons? Didn't you do that? No one told you to be a dummy dog and go from wanting 25 million guaranteed down to, down to 15, $10 million. No one told you to do that. But you got the nerve to sit up on TV and tell Dakota Rain Prescott. <laughs> To take a pay cut, to take a team-friendly deal because they had the Cowboys win Super Bowls? I'm sorry, sir. Dak Prescott was a fourth-round pick. He has vastly outplayed his uh, contract. No matter what you think about Dak Prescott, if you think he's good or you think he's not, Dak Prescott has outperformed for a fourth-round pick. He deserves his money. He deserves to get his money at market value. So Emmitt Smith, shut up. Now I respect you dog I ride with you You're a cowboy Through and through But you wrong on this one sir All of y'all need to zip it dog I know it's a carousel They talking about Tom Brady And all that Okay whatever dog They talking about Trading up to take Herbert Out of Oregon I saw that today Okay whatever I don't really care At the end of the day Whether Prescott is a cowboy Or he's a Bengal Or he's a Dolphin Or he's a Buccaneer He deserves his money So Emmitt Smith and anybody else who got something to say about the contract negotiation with Dak Prescott's, shut up. And that's all I really had on that, Black. <laughs> because I just kind of let that ride, dog. It just kind of bothered me to see him sit up there and say that. And I wish I had I the clip so I could see what he had to say. I feel you on like, that. Shut yeah, up, yeah. dog. Emmitt Smith, you need to keep your mouth shut, buddy. Yeah. Because uh, we're going to talk about you and your ignorance here at the sports desk. Absolutely, sir. So, uh, yeah, man. Emmitt, Dak deserve his money, man. The Dak has improved every single year he's been in this league. Absolutely, and he, he deserves his money. That, uh, this whole Tom Brady talk, and I'm, I'm just sick of hearing it. I'm sick of hearing it. They need to just ante up and go ahead and pay Dak his money, man. Pay him his money it's, and do what you got to do. Don't go out and get no 42, 43 when the season starts Tom Brady. It's crazy. Whatever. We're talking Whatever. About that but I know we're going to get into that. But Emmy Smith, buddy, keep Shut your up. mouth closed. If you're a cowboy, ride with your cowboy. Like, you held out, bro. Don't come in here telling nobody else what they should do yeah, about their money, yeah, bro. Shut, shut up. up. Shut up, bro. All right, man. So we're going to get out of that, man. We're going to get into the WWE for one quick se- Well, it's not going to be a quick second. So the sports is running a little long today, but it's okay, man. We're giving y'all quality content, man. So let's get into the WWE for just a second.
All right. All right, so we're going to get into the WWE here for just one quick sec. No, I'll take that back. It's not going to be a quick second, man. So uh, we got a few things to talk about, man. We're going to wrap up here on the sports desk uh, shortly, man. Uh, so um, let's see. This this third coming Thursday, man, is Superstar Super Showdown uh, happening this Thursday, man. It's a great card, Black. It is a great card happening this Thursday. We're going to run through a few of the matches real quick. We got the New Day defending the tag titles against Miz and Morrison. We got Brock Lesnar defending the WWE title against up-and-coming Ricochet. Uh, we got Roman Reigns, man, uh, and King Corbin in the steel cage match. We got The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, my guy, defending the Universal Strap against uh, Goldberg. AJ Styles, Andrade. Bobby Lashley, Eric Rowan, R-Truth, and Rey Mysterio in a gauntlet match. Um, then we got Bailey versus Naomi in a singles match for the WWE SmackDown Championship Championship belt. And then we got Seth Rollins and Murphy, man, going that going against the Street Profits, man, which I love for the tag titles, man. So Superstar Showdown is uh shaping up to be a great card, man. Um, I'm gonna be watching this, man. I'm gonna be off and I'm gonna be locked in. I'm gonna watch this card, man, and 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 I'm looking forward to it. This is this is looking like a healthy, healthy card, man. So I'm definitely looking forward to uh Fiend and Goldberg and Black. Let's kind of start right there. What you think going to unfold, man? What you think going to take place? First of all, man, I want to say this, man. I was so excited Friday night, man, to see The Fiend get speared <laughs> by game Goldberg. Goldberg mm. knew what he was going to be at, yep. what was going on. He wasn't spooked. Like, nope. I love what they're doing with this. Like, they got, that, they got The Fiend in there with somebody who don't care about who he is and how he t- intimidates people. Mm. So it's going to be interesting to see, man, what's going to happen. I like the Fiend to win this, but, man, just having him in there with Goldberg, man, it's, it's, it's exciting wrestling. Like, to see him spear the Fiend was amazing. Got the, got the blood flowing. and got a little excitement inside of me, man, mm-hmm. watching that, man. But overall, man, this is uh, it's going to be, this pay-per-view is, is well stacked up, man. We got to, and I'm interested to see the new Profits. I'm interested to see yeah, the them. Street profits, the, street the, profits. the Street Profits. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see them yeah, yeah. Uh, in this match, man. I've been seeing them, you know, behind the mm-hmm. scenes and, and mm-hmm. everything, but I kind of want to, I haven't really seen them in, in ring action, right. so mm-hmm. I'm going to be excited to watch them as well. So that's what I'm looking forward to from this. Yeah, same here. Yeah, same here, man. Fiend and Goldberg, man. I'm looking to see what happens there. Um, I got a lot of great matches, man. I hope Naomi, man, wins the Women's SmackDown title and get that bet off Bailey, man. She's so boring. They tried to change her character, man, but it's not really working out, man. Um, and I'm definitely looking forward to seeing my boy back, Andrade. Uh, hope he, hopefully he wins the Gauntlet match. Um, so the New Day and the Men, just a lot of matches, man. But I am hoping for one thing in particular, that the Street Profits become the new tag team champions. I love those guys, man. They're funny. They're entertaining, man. Uh, they make me laugh. Like, they just got a good chemistry, man. And I hope they can win the Raw Tag Team titles. Um... Uh, this coming uh, Thursday, man, uh, at Superstar Showdown, man. So that's coming up, man. And of course, we're going to break down everything uh, next week. All right. So uh, an interesting series has been, uh, has uh, came out, man. Of course, a lot of people value the Attitude Era. Stone Cold, The Rock, um, Undertaker, like, you know, just so many countless degeneration next, like so many different stars. But in particular, man, they had another era, the Ruthless Aggression Era, man. I'm going to play a small clip from that. Then we're going to talk about the series, man, that's so tremendous on the WWE Network. As Cena and the other OVW hopefuls continue to show promise for the future, Vince McMahon issued a direct challenge to the entire WWE roster. Who among you has that one single ingredient 
Who has enough ruthless aggression? He was giving and begging the people who lace boots, like, hey, I'm just waiting to give somebody the keys to the city. Go out there and take it. Who has enough ruthless aggression to reach for the stars as you never have before? I was really affected. My eyes were like saucers, just like absorbing this information. Who among you wants to become a superstar? Who among you is the next legend? Everyone can sit there and say, I'm gonna rather, I'm gonna give you 110%, I'm gonna, but who's actually going to do it? Who's my next guy? Like you felt the emotion, you knew he was looking for it. And who is it gonna be? Yeah, man, so the Ruthless Aggression series started on the WWE Network. Of course, we're big wrestling fans here, man, so we want to touch on it real quick. I mean, that era is almost forgotten about, and I'm so glad that the WWE is taking it upon themselves to kind of bring it back to life. So want to start off uh, just my overall thoughts on it, Black. Um, the, 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 the opening episode was great. It kind of set the tone of letting us know, hey, the Attitude Era was pretty much over. Rock's gone. Stone Cold's gone. Brock Lesnar left. Like, a lot of people was out the door. And this man really didn't have that it guy, that superstar guy. He didn't have it. You know what I'm saying? And John Cena came from out of the ashes, man, and, and, and stated his claim as taking over this era, man. And if you haven't seen it, I, I encourage you to go watch it, man, on, on the network, man. Just a real great series. And we're going to be talking about it as these episodes come out. Episode three just dropped today, and they're going to be talking about evolution, man. And that was a great stable, a great group with Triple H, Ric Flair, Randy Orton, and Dave Bautista. Orton and Batista was formed to be megastars out of that group, man. So it was a lot of it was a lot of guys trying to make their name in WWE. You had the WCW superstars coming over, Booker T, RVD, and Diamond Dallas Page. You had a lot of guys coming over, and Kurt Angle was one of the biggest stars as well. Like you had a lot of guys, man, trying to be that it guy. And we got a we got a a lot of great. Uh, superstars out of that era, man. So, Black, what was your take on the first two episodes of the Ruthless Aggression series, man? Yeah, man, I I enjoyed it, man. I started watching it when you uh, told me about it the other day, and um, I watched it today, actually. And I just sat down and watched it, man. There was a lot of stuff in there, me being a wrestling fan, that I didn't know. You know, you didn't, you wouldn't know that was going on and as a wrestler, man. And just to see, you know, that stage from when, when the Attitude Era was was going out, and then this era was coming in. You had uh, your big superstars like The Rock uh, leave and go Hollywood, and then you had mm -hmm. uh, Stone Cold have it out with Vince McMahon and leave the company. Mm -hmm. I always thought that he was injured or had a life-threatening injury. That's why he stopped wrestling. Nope. But I was wrong about that. But for Vince McMahon, for them to flip the switch and bring in this ag aggression, uh, ruthless aggression, ruthless aggression uh, part in, in wrestling, it was amazing. It was amazing because we got to see a lot of new faces, a lot of faces from WCW. And um, shout out to John Cena, man. Like, the kid came from nowhere. Nowhere. And, man, just shook up everything. And, and it was crazy to see. He was like, man, they were ready to give up on me, and I just, yeah. I just found something. Yeah. And, and for him to have the interlock he did with Stephanie McMahon about what he found, uh -huh. and she was like, John, won't you do this? Yeah. And it just took off from there. Yep. And, man, that was amazing to see because I never knew that. Right. So, man, you know, between John Cena and then you, uh, I have, I'm ready to go home and watch the next episode yeah. now. So, mm -hmm. but, man, the first two episodes were great. Yeah. Uh, and just, just watching it, man, it brings back all those from being a kid, all those times, man, you was like, wow, man, this is, this is really good. Mm -hmm. Like, 
just watching these guys, man, and watching them compete. And it was a time, it was a time that I could remember watching that wrestling got real gritty, boy. Like, yep. Yep. these cats was going at it for real. Everybody, yep. it went bike step up, heel. Yep. I think we had the most heels ever in this, in, in that yep. era. Like, it was, it was a lot going down. But, yep. man, that was, it was so smart of Vince McMahon because, he took it to a, he took it to another level with yep. that, yeah. And and it was crazy. John Cena said they started going to outside stadiums when it started, like mm-hmm. uh, for WrestleMania because it was uh, everything was getting so big, man. And mm-hmm. uh, shout out to Vince McMahon for his great mind on uh, getting this together with the ruthless aggression era. Absolutely, man. So if y'all can, you know, y'all want to check out that series, man. There are two episodes in. The third one just dropped, so there are three in. All right, the third one just dropped on the WWE Network. It's a great watch, so you know you guys check it out. All right, so let's keep it going, man. So we got an interesting uh, bracket that came out, man. Not really a bracket, kind of like a menu. So there's something came out on Bleach Report, and WrestleMania season is almost here. And um, is make your personal, your favorite, main, your personal main event. If you could make the main event of WrestleMania, what would it be? So they give us a, a length of superstars, and they give us a stipulation in the match. So Black, give us your two superstars and give us your stipulation for your wrestlemania event now now it gotta be it gotta be like if you was making the main event let's just say wrestlemania was in your hands the main event was in your hands this year who you going with and what match talk to me black Mm, 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 mm. oh man i gotta go oh man it's tough man Mm -hmm. I gotta go with the greatest in in ring performer all time in my eyes, and Shawn Michaels. Okay. I got him versus. Man, I got him versus Goldberg. Okay, Shawn Michaels versus Goldberg. Goldberg in a in. In a last man standing match. Shawn Michaels versus Goldberg in, in a last, last man standing, standing match for wow, WrestleMania okay. main event. Okay, that's what's up. That, that, that's a good one. I like that. I like that. All right, so for me, man, I had like three different uh, matches. You but... said one. No, no, I'm going to go oh, with okay, one. Okay, but I was okay, just okay. like thinking to myself, man, who, who could I put in here? So I'm going to go the match that never happened that we, I wish we could have seen. I'm also going to go Shawn Michaels. All right, the best in-ring performer we've, we've ever seen against The Rock. Mm. Against The Rock in an Iron Man match. Ooh. One hour. Ooh. Rock, Shawn Michaels in an Iron Man match. I wish we could see that in their primes. Um, I think that would have been great. I think that's one of the matches that we never got to see, man. It kind of got away from us, man. So that was fun. So we're going to give you all of the participants and our listeners. Y'all can let us know what you think, all right? We're going to post this on our page, too. So it was Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, Stone Cold, CM Punk, Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart, The Undertaker, Triple H, Brock Lesnar, Goldberg, The Rock, John Cena, Chris Jericho, and Kurt Angle. And the match stipulations was Hell in a Cell, TLC, False Count Anywhere, Iron Man, no holes bar and the last man standing. 
So we're going to post this on a page. We're going to post this on Twitter. And you guys let us know what would be your WrestleMania main event, man. We think that would be a lot of fun, man. All right, so we want to shout out the Bella Twins, man, for making the Hall of Fame this year. Uh, the Bella Twins have officially retired. They're both with child right now. They're both pregnant at the same time. That is crazy. The Bella Twins came in at a great time for WWE. They came in when the women's division was kind of stale. Not lack, It was lackluster. It wasn't a lot happening in the women's division. And that was at the leader and Trish Stratus and all of them had got out of the frame. The Bella Twins kind of came and sparked the women's division. They didn't really, in my opinion, they didn't really like revolutionize anything. But they did spark it back going and open up the door for Charlotte and Sasha Banks and Bailey and, and, and Becky Lynch to come in. So shout out to the Bella Twins, all right? They will be in the Hall of Fame 2020 this year for the WWE, all right? So we're going to get out of the, um, the WWE high school basketball. We got some championships that could be won. <laughs> we got some playoffs to talk about. Once again, shout out to the kids. Shout out to the kids out here playing playoff basketball, trying to win a title. So, Black, let us know what's going on in high school sports, man. Yeah, man, it's an uh, exciting time here in the city, man. It's playoff basketball time. It's time to, f- it's time to see who's going to win this state championship and bring it back to the city this year. Well, yeah, man, we're going we gonna to start off uh, from, last, from, from last week. Uh, we, had the region, we, had the regional, uh, we had the regional games, and I'm going to go through the teams from here in the city. We had the regional uh, quarterfinals kickoff, and we had Andrew, uh, we had Andrew Jackson beating uh, McClay 55-40. And we had Providence beat P.K. Young 58-41. So they're moving on, and these games will be played tomorrow at Andrew Jackson. We have Andrew Jackson versus, versus Providence from here, here in the city. Both teams here in the city. We have them playing tomorrow at 7 o'clock in the uh, regional semifinals. Now, these games are going to be determined of who goes to Lakeland and moves on to Lakeland to compete for the state championship. And that's in Class 3A. And then we have in Class... And then we, and then we have in Class 4A... In class four, in, in class four A, we have the Paxson uh, School of Paxson School of Education or whatever it's called. It's Paxson High School. The Eagles. The Eagles. We have them. We had, they uh, played last week as well, and they played uh, Pensacola, and they got the win, fifty-eight to fifty. So they'll be moving on the next round, and they'll be playing Bose. Uh, Bulls, uh, the Bowl School from here in Jacksonville. The Bulldogs. The Bulldogs. So um, that'll be a good one. And these games will be played at Paxson High School. Okay. At seven at seven o'clock on tomorrow. And on these, Tuesday. On Tuesday, yes. Okay. So uh, these games decide who goes to Lakeland to move on to get closer to that uh state championship. Okay. And then in class, and one more class we have here, the teams that we have in is class five A. We have uh we have Lee. They're, they're, last week they played Pine Forest and they beat them 60, 67 to 46. They will be moving on to play a team you could kind of say from here and we hear a lot about in high school. They will be playing the St. Augustine Yellow Jackets on uh, Tuesday on tomorrow at 7 o'clock. And then those, that game will be played at Lee. So shout out to the schools here in this area that's in the state playoffs. Yeah. We wish y'all all the best. Yeah. We know this is, this is crunch time for them. So everything getting a little sticky now because these guys locking in to try to bring home that state championship. And then shout out to all the kids in the tournament in Florida, in Duval. Mm-hmm. Shout out to y'all, man. And 
Uh, let's see. We gonna see who bring this thing uh, home. So we are gonna be giving y'all update every week since we do a show every week and all the way leading all the way up to the championship and who wins the championship. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, black man, giving us that information. Like I said, shout out to the kids, man. It's just tremendous, man. Uh, for you to have an opportunity to play this deep into the tournament and have the chance to win the championship. So shout out Duval County. Back high school basketball in Duval, all the kids, all the high schools, man, here at the Sports Desk. We support you, and we're going to keep showing you love, man. All right, man, so we're going to get into some other news, man, and we are going to get out of Dodge, man. All right, Drew Brees, let everybody know this past weekend that he will be returning, all right, uh, for the 2020 season. Uh, the all-time leading passer, the all-time touchdown thrower will be back for the Saints this year. The Alabama Crimson Tide, man, they hired Charlie Strong, man, Charlie Strong as a defensive analyst. Uh, for Alabama. I think that's a great hire uh, for Nick Saban bringing in Charlie Strong. Uh, former Carolina Panthers tight end Greg Olson all right, has signed a one-year $7 million deal to play for the Seattle Seahawks uh, next season. Uh, we also had the debacle in Cleveland. The Cavs' Jim Bayline has stepped down as head coach and has been reassigned in the organizations, man. Just a wild situation in Cleveland. I bet um, not having LeBron there... Um, Kind of changes things, man. It's just a complete mess. Dan Gilbert, good luck with that, sir. Adrian Peterson, back for the 2020 season. The Redskins picked up his option. Good for him, man. A, A, you know, Adrian Peterson had a good season last year, man. For the amount of carries that he had, he was productive for the Redskins. Good to see him back in the NFL. Black, potential matchup, man. And the Ruiz, Luis Ortiz, man, could be taking place, man, in May, man. Um, I'd be interested to see that. Yeah. For one reason in particular, can Ruiz, can Andy Ruiz bounce back, man, from that sloppy performance against Anthony Joshua? Can he bounce back? I think Ortiz is a good matchup for him. And let's see what happens because they're going to still be in the mix. Yeah, they are. Let's not forget Andy Ruiz is a former champion. Yes, he is. Okay. Uh, moving forward, Henry Cejudo. Jose Aldo will be fighting for the Bantamweight strap at UFC 250. I'm excited. You know where that thing got to? Where is it? It's in Brazil. Ooh. So somebody's going to dog territory. So who do you buy that life, huh? So who do buy that life? So that's a great fight, man. I can't wait to break that down here on the sports desk. Also on that, on that fight, two legends. This will be their last fight ever, man. Shogun Hua. Against Rodrigo Nagara will oh, also wow. be at UFC 250. Both fighters said this is it. They had a fight before. It was an epic classic fight, man. They're going to do it one more time on May 9th. May 9th, one day after your dog birthday. All right, so that's <laughs> what we got going on. And last but not least, uh, the Clippers and the Lakers have finally rescheduled the game after the tragedy that took place. They were supposed to play that Tuesday night um, after the passing of Kobe, but the NBA did the right thing. All right, they rescheduled this game. This game will take place January, excuse me. The game will take place on April the 9th. April the 9th, that will be on a Tuesday night on TNT. 10 o'clock, TNT, Lakers, Clippers. That game is rescheduled for that day. And they also get ready to play on March 8th. That's where Smooth will be at. Smooth will be going to the game, representing, kind of scouting out uh, what we got going on. So, again, shout out to Biggie Man. Shout out to Biggie Mace, Puff Man, Bad Boy Records, all that. Y'all can catch this man on iTunes, title, all that, bro. All right, man. So, Black, we were getting kind of long today, man. Oh, yeah, man, we definitely we want to shout out Fred. 
Fred had to kind of bounce out a little early, but man, we just want to shout out Fred for coming through, man. I know y'all been yeah, missing that Yeah, shout out energy. Fred, man. It was good to have him back, man. Yeah, on man. The y'all desk, been man, the desk, man. Yeah, man. Y'all been missing that energy, man. And we was glad to have him back in. He's gonna be back in more, man. Our schedule and everything kind of complement each other again. So Fred's gonna be back in with the sports desk. Before, of course, you know we get out of here. Man, we just want to let you know has been paid for by the Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk. <laughs> So again, you can catch the sports disc on the NPN network. All right, shout out to Al Pete, man. Y'all can catch the sports disc, the whole reduced lunch brand, both shows on the NPN network. We're going to be putting the links out there on Twitter. We're going to be putting them out there on Instagram. Al Pete, we appreciate the opportunity, man, to, to, to share your vision and be a part of what you got going on, man. And we're going to bring it, Al Pete. We're going to bring it, bro. We're going to bring that content. We're going to bring that flavor, man. And, and, and you... <laughs> You're going to be proud of us being in your, in your neighborhood. So, you know what I'm saying? So, try to LP, man, in the uh, NPN network, man. All right, man. So, I think that's pretty much it, man. Uh, we're going to get up out of here. My name is, once again, Dedrick L. Hicks Jr., one of your favorite sports islands. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at Dedrick Hicks Jr., man. Hit me up. Black, talk to him. And you can hit me at on Twitter and Instagram at BlackENL3. Y'all hit me up. And want to give a special shout-out to my ACC regular season champ, the Florida State Seminoles. Got that win tonight to win the Atlantic Coast Conference. Shout-out to my nose okay. uh, on winning the, winning the conference, man. Big look. Okay, shout-out to Florida State. Definitely. Definitely shout-out to Florida State. So that's pretty much all we got, man. This has been – man, what episode is it, Black? Is it 43, 44? 40, all right, 44, man. man. Episode 44 of the Sports Desk. Once again, we appreciate y'all hanging with us, man. Kyrie, talk to him, man. It's Reduce Lunch Sports. It's Reduce Lunch Sports. New Sports Desk. New sports desk. <laughs> All right, man. We're going to get at y'all later, man. Y'all be safe out there. Yeah. Rest in peace, Kobe.